from downtown, this is Tim Kitscher from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have all seen Sonic the Hedgehog movie, so be ready for us to praise it a lot. My karma is bad. I better get my life aligned. This episode of Nintendo Main is brought to you by the Olive Garden. The Olive Garden. <laughs> and you're here, you're Sonic the Hedgehog or something. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck the Olive Garden, man. That's a shitty restaurant. So wait, here's a question Sounds for like you. Someone who doesn't like breadsticks. <laughs> I do like breadsticks, <laughs> but here's a question for you. What's which one's better? Uh, Olive Garden or Fazoli's? What do, you, what do you think? I don't think I've been to Fazoli's. Olive Garden. I think I liked Fazoli's a little bit better, but they're both crappy. I mean they're like Fazoli's is fast Fazoli's food. Fazoli's is Italian. a fast food version of yeah. Olive Garden. Olive Garden's uh is like the chilies of Italian food. That's true. It is. Okay. Well, yeah. especially American Italian. It is the chilies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's like the... They may actually totally. be owned by the same company at this yeah. point, because I know it's a big conglomerate. Yeah, I would like the chilies, Applebee's, like whatever mm-hmm. other shitty rest, like every everywhere USA restaurant you want to talk about, you know. Man, the one in my yeah. town is always popping. Like, you go by there at like 2 o'clock on a Wednesday, and the whole parking lot's full. The Olive Garden or the, yeah, uh, the uh, chilies? Yeah, I mean, I believe it. Like a lot of a lot of people go to crappy restaurants. That's fine. Anyway, welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode <laughs> two hundred and seven. Your place for news from Nintendo fans like yourself, and we are your hosts. I'm Trey Baldy McNosehair Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Complete Dragon Quest saturation. Mikowski. And I'm John. Gotta go. Oh wait, and cry for a while. Bitter. <laughs> That's not fast. No, okay. let you cry quick. <laughs> Which some wait. people do as they, you know, as they learn how to suppress their emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we all we all went to see Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. We sure did. Which is we, it was all at the same we went together. It was fun. <laughs> we went together <laughs> in different places. I mean we, we kinda all did within the span of what well, was in the span of like thirty six hours, right? Well John yeah. went I mean John went on Sunday, right? I did. And then Jeremy went on Monday and I went on Tuesday. So yeah. we all went every day after the other. So yeah, but that's three gonna, days of Sonic. But that's going to be our topic. So I want to wait on that for a minute. That seems right. And we'll talk to, talk about that later. I definitely want to talk about my experience of it because it's pretty hilarious. But yeah, let's start off the show we normally do and talk about games and purchases and stuff like that. I went a little Sonic crazy this week just because. Sonic games are on sale now, so hey. So I, I was like, hey, there's a big Sonic sale. I should get some Sonic games that I haven't played before. So I did that. I got. I oh, got you got. I, th- I thought maybe you got collections, but you got new games. No, I bought three new games for three different systems. I bought Sonic Forces for the Switch, and I bought Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal for 3DS, and I bought Sonic Lost World for Wii U. Wow. And, and that's and that was at ten dollars each. So that's like thirty bucks for three games. I thought Good that deal. was. Fun. I did, you yeah. went a, completely across the spectrum. Was there? A, I did. 
Was there a sale on the Wii U eShop? Is that still a thing? There is, yeah. The Sonic sale is through the Wii U eShop as well. Because yes, I didn't even think that they would have sales there anymore. Oh, no, it's there. It's there, man. And I, I thought about it because Sonic World was like one of those sort of, sort of holy grail games for Wii U that I always wanted to buy and never did. And I was like, I wonder if that game's on sale. And lo and behold, it was. Then I tried to actually, weirdly enough, not all the Sonic stuff is on sale because I did go to the PlayStation 3 store as well to see if Generations was on sale, but that one was not. So I did not get, I, I would have got it if it was 10 bucks also, but it was 20. So I didn't get it yet. But yeah, I got, I got three of those games and I think they're, wow. that's uh, the order that I put them in as how I liked them from worst to best. But, you know, Sonic Forces, we've talked about that before. That was referred to by many as uh, Sonic Feces, I guess, <laughs> at one point. <laughs> you bought it. I bought it. I don't think it's bad. You paid $10 for a bag of scat. Well, I mean, think about it this way. This was a $60 game when it came out. Okay. And paying $10 for it is really not that big of a deal for me. All right. I think I think paying $10 for any Sonic game is fine for me. You know, and I I don't really don't think it's bad. I think they've either the reviewers were just really hard on it or they updated it a lot since when it came out and now because it, it runs fine. I mean, it's it's really weird that you make your own character in there. I still don't really understand that part, but or and I don't really see the appeal of it, but hey, you know. <laughs> oh right, you're not actually just straight up Sonic. You're on. Yeah. Well, you play as you play as Sonic, and you play as the generation Sonic, like the other, like the old Sonic, and you also play as your own created character, which kind of looks like a generic Sonic, pretty much. That's kind of what that is. So it's like, okay. I mean, you can be different animals, but they all kind of look the same. Like I'm it's like, like a, if Sonic had his own Build a Bear place. Yeah, I have I have like a purple and green cat that's in there. That's my character. I don't know doesn't really look like a cat, but it has a tail, so hey. But it's, you get, like, weapons and stuff, too. It almost kind of feels like sort of a 3D Contra at times, because I have, like, a I have like a flame gun that I use to shoot people with, and I'm just running around using that, so it's, like, a weird, fast Contra-ish game. I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's Like I said, it was fine for $10. I wasn't, I mean, I'll, I'll play through it, and I haven't played, like, I remember people saying that you could beat it in, like, a sitting, and I, and I, I made it to, like, the 13th level, and I haven't beat the game yet so i don't know but it's it's a funny game because it's like it's like sonic warfare it's, it's like all these it's like there's this war going on and sonic like basically you have you have to uh rescue sonic with uh with your homemade character that's basically why you do that because sonic loses at the beginning of the game to eggman and everybody else and uh he's he's defeated so you have to go you you basically your character i guess is the only surviving person of whatever species was getting attacked by Dr. Dr. Eggman and all that. So, so you hmm. need to play as Sonic until like, I mean, it's not until you beat the game or something like that. No, right? you, you play as, you play the first level of Sonic and then, but then you lose after that. Like you beat, beat that level and then it shows Sonic get defeated. So then what, like Sonic is unplayable for the rest of the game or no, not, not or for what? very long. You, you rescue him pretty quickly. Like you rescue him yep. like within like the next level, and there's also the generation Sonic that is from another dimension, so you get to be that Sonic also while the other Sonic is locked up. So, like every I'd say like every other level you play as Sonic is basically how it is. One of the Sonics, there's two Sonics in there. So yeah, but you like the first thing you do as your made up character is pretty much go and rescue Sonic. So he doesn't, he's not out of the game for that long. But still, it's kind of weird that. I don't know. I don't know who asked for a make-your-own-character, really. That's the part I don't understand about the game. I'm like, who wanted that? Like, who wanted to make their own 
generic Sonic thing on there. I don't know. I don't get it. But for- Maybe they sourced like the character design to like a depart like a I don't know some people that had never made Sonic, and then they were like they made the creator for them, and then they're like, yeah, we might as well just put it in the game. <laughs> for anybody who doesn't like Sonic, it's like you can make a sort of Sonic character. I mean, what three Sonics? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, it, it's fine. Whatever. It's a yeah. It's it's a it's a game. I'll I'll, uh, I'll play I'll play the rest of it. I don't think it's necessarily bad, but it's not necessarily I don't know. If if you want to play whatever the, if you want to play the newest 3D Sonic for ten dollars, go for it. That's kind of I just wanted to see because it was the newest 3D Sonic game there is, and I just want to see like what they did at the end. So yeah, I checked it out. It was fine. But uh, what else did I get? I got Shattered Crystal, which is a 3DS game. Which that game's pretty good. I, I like that game. It's almost it's like Sonic, but it's kind of like Sonic Metroidvania ish too, because you have to go you have to go through and find stuff, and it's kind of like Sonic Heroes also because you can you have four different characters and you can change between them at any time, like once you get them all. So it's Sonic Tails, Knuckles, and another Sticks. She's the new character for that series, and they all. It's a 2D game, yeah, and they all um they all do different things. Does it have things. like 3D graphics, but it's at a 2D perspective, or yeah, it's it's polygon. They're they're polygonal, but it's on a but it's on a 2D plane. But yeah, no, that one's pretty cool. I watched I watched a bunch of different videos about like the 3DS Sonic ones just to see which one I wanted to get, and uh, that one seemed fine. It was I, supposedly Fire Fire and Ice is good too, but that's the second one, so I wanted to play the first one first. And as I've mentioned many times on the show, I like my 3DS quite a lot, so I was like, I should just get a, buy a 3DS game. And buying that one for nine ninety nine was a good deal for me. So I was like, yeah, go for it. I've been playing that on the side mixed with the other Sonic games. But my favorite one that I got was Sonic Lost World for Wii U, which I think is great. I think it's a really good game. It's weird because it, it was a Wii U exclusive, and I think Nintendo published some of the releases of it, like in uh, in Europe they did. But it feels like Nintendo had a hand in it, because it looks real pretty. Like, the game is probably the best-looking 3D Sonic I think I've seen. And I think it plays really well, too. It's very much, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like Sonic mixed with uh, Mario Galaxy to a point. Minus like, the, minus, like, the planets and the gravity and stuff like that. There's nothing like that. But it is kind of like, you're on, like, this cylinder thing, and you're running around all sides of it. And, and it's a good mixture of 3D and 2D. Like, there's a lot of 2D levels in it. And it kind of goes back and forth, and I feel like they're all woven together pretty well. I don't know; it's it's cool. I've been I've been having most fun from that game. So I, I said I mentioned it to you guys, and I think I, I said it on Twitter too. But I think my sort of spoilers for the later part of the show. But I think my favorite part about Sonic vs. of Sonic the Hedgehog movie was the sales that I got and buying Lost Whoa, World for Wii U. So there you go. No spoilers. <laughs> But yeah, no, that that game's really good. I highly recommend it for anybody who never played it or who still plays their Wii U. Because uh, yeah, it's nine ninety nine. Want to try it? Because I've heard great things about it, not just from you, but from other people who've yeah. played it and everything. They said it was maybe the most polished Sonic game in a long time. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. Like it's, I haven't played Colors yet. Colors is supposed to be the best one, and I have Colors. I bought it from Disc Replay for like. Is 11. that a Wii game? It's a Wii game, yeah. I bought it for Generations from Dis- was really good too. Yeah, I haven't played Generations either. But Generations like did a lot of they kind of like you're basically playing the same levels that you played before, you know? So I there's not a whole lot of uh, originality to it, I guess. But I would like to play Generations at some point, but as far as what I've played of 3D Sonics, I think Lost Worlds is probably the best one. 
But uh, yeah, I'm, I've been holding off colors for whatever I'm done with Lost World, and then I'll try that one also. But yeah, no, it, it's really cool. Uh, anybody should check it out if they have their Wii U and want to pay nine ninety nine for it. I did have a, I did have a hard time downloading it though, just because uh, my Wii U is kind of finicky with Wi Fi now. I don't know if you've been having that trouble with yours, also, John or Jeremy. If you tried, I haven't that. downloaded anything for a while. It's uh, it it would like it would kind of like jump back and forth from like disconnecting and reconnecting the internet. And I had to oh, like wow. I had to like restart it a few times like and mess around with the internet connections and I finally got it to work but it was weird like it was just kind of like apparently that's a thing now like one of the new updates the Wi-Fi doesn't work as well on the Wii U is what I heard for mine hopefully you guys don't have to deal with that if you try to download a game on there but so it, it took me a minute to get it because I like I bought it and then it was like and then I just had to kind of wait for the, the internet to figure itself out and eventually and download it so. So that took longer than expected, but once I got it, it worked fine. You know, it's just uh, the internet's kind of funky on, on my Wii U, so it was taking a minute to get started. But yeah, no, I, I like it a lot. And, and a cool thing, cool thing about Lost World is uh, what's his face? Um, Eggman is on your side. You guys uh, joined forces, so Eggman is oh, not weird. is not the bad guy. The other, I forget what his name is. He's like the red and black guy. He's in the Sonic Racing game, which I played that game as well this week and, and beat it. I only had a couple races left. Weirdly. I just went back and played it, and I played a couple races, and I was like, oh, yeah, credits. And I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't know I was so close to the end. So Man, I be- so much Sonic Tree. So I beat the adventure mode of that. But, but yeah, it's a different it's a different character, and all of the bosses, they kinda, they're kind of they kind of like uh, sort of Koopaling-ish. He has a bunch of like people with him, and they are all you, – you fight a different one of them in each level set. So it's all new bosses for that, so that's cool. And I, I like how everything feels new and fresh and all that on there. And plus, I like I said, it's probably one of the best looking ones that I've seen. It definitely feels a lot more polished, and it's a lot more fun to play. There is there the one one downside is is they don't have any weird lyrical songs in there that no. I've gotten to yet. They're all instrumental, but I, I'm, but I'm pretty sure that the original the guy who originally wrote the songs for the first Sonic did the music for this too, from what I heard. So that's so that's good. There's there's no 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 weird rock songs, but. The songs on there are good. Like, the, the soundtrack's great. I already downloaded it. So, yeah. That's my pick of the week. On the Sonic front, I also... I watched the Dragon Quest movie on Netflix. I just did that today. Just so we could... Just so I can mention it on here. And you saw it too, right, Jeremy? I did. I actually watched it that... Like, right after we recorded last week. You watched that? watched it that night when I told you, like... Yeah, because you, you were like, well, watch, like, five or ten minutes of it. It looks cool so far. And I, like, put it on, and then I just... Didn't stop watching, and then you fell into it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to mention a whole good. lot. I don't want to spoil much of it for anybody who wants to see it. And they should see it, especially but, coming out of left field. Like I didn't even know it was coming, and then decent, it was a decent movie. Yeah, it came out that night, like when we recorded less. And I've been following it for a while. Like it's they, it's it's been out in Japan for a while, which is weird because it says it says like a Netflix movie on Netflix, but it was actually in theaters. In Japan, right, they like published it a couple years for ago, stateside release. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it's based on the Dragon Quest V story, and uh, it's it has. A, I've, I've read that people didn't like the ending, but I thought the ending was fine. I thought it was cool that it kind of like I don't want to say what it is to spoil it for anybody, but it was it it was different. You know, did you what did you think of it, Jeremy? Well, I don't know what to think of it because I don't know if it's part of the game or not. Like. Is that the way the game is? Dragon Quest Five? No, <laughs> no. Oh, okay, well then, because I, I was just like, oh well, this must just be how the game ended, so I don't want to question it. But oh, how do I actually feel about it? Uh, 
it was a little weird, but I guess the title made more sense afterwards. Oh yeah, no, I mean it. Yeah, it doesn't end like that in the game at all. <laughs> That's I thought that was a fun little thing in there. I think the movie's definitely made for people who have played the game, have played five. I mean, it literally That's opens with it. It opens with I wouldn't like it. It it opens with footage from five. Well, Jeremy, you yeah. haven't you haven't played five and you watched it. Like, did it was it weird at all to, to no, not know I the mean, characters? I actually liked it because it was just a new Dragon Quest story, and I was just passively observing it. And uh, and they were using the spells I remembered and stuff. And yeah, all the there spells. Was, are... There was lots of like callbacks. So at this point, having played through a game last week and then playing all these other ones, I recognize all these different things from the, the series now. Yeah, all all the spells are the same from eleven. Of course, you see a lot of the you see a lot of the same monsters from eleven, so you like recognize them. And of course, you know the music also is the same because the music. The bad the same guys are pretty. I would say they're pretty creepy. Yeah, but I, I do a really you, good job making them creepy. I think you should give it a, a watch, John. You should give it a try. It's like an hour and forty it, minutes. Yeah, I will give 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 it a go. I mean, I remember you told me before that you like the stories of RPGs, just not the actual battle system. So. You don't have to deal with that on this one. It's just the story. That's true. Yeah. And they're pretty good about keeping it family friendly. Like, I thought that was kind of cool, too. So it didn't stress me out that much. It was just a nice kind of relaxing movie. Yeah. Even even though it is pretty action oriented. Yeah. No, I liked it a lot. I mean, it, and and there is there's some like fun little nods in there for people who have played the game before. And I think I, I played through the DS one. So I think the DS one is a little bit different than the original one. So there were some things where I was like, oh, I thought that happened differently. But maybe I just was misremembering it. I totally forgot about Dr. Agon. That guy's hilarious. I totally forgot about him, about the character named Dr. Agon, which is not, won't tell you at all what he's turned, what he's going to turn into. That's, that's yeah. from the game. But yeah, no, I, I think everybody should watch it. Unless you're planning on playing Dragon Quest V like now, then maybe you shouldn't watch it. But. I, th- I think it's I think it's cool and I enjoyed it. That particular, why do you think they chose that particular game in the series to base a movie off of? Is that like the most cinematic five of games? We think. Uh, I mean, I would yeah. I I would have thought that they would pick three because I think I guess three is the most popular in Japan, but five is a little bit newer, so maybe it's kind of supposed to hit people who played five as kids instead of three. I five think it's was quite, the first uh, Super Famicom one, right? Yeah, five was the was the first Super Famicom game, and I, I think I I think that five has is probably has one of the best stories of any of them. So maybe that's why they stuck with it. Also, but I but I felt like kind of the way that that they're trying to they're trying to aim it at a certain generation that that played five as a kid. I felt it was kind of what they were going for. So maybe that's what they went with. But it's which cool. if we were yeah. from Japan, we would be part of that generation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've played. I played five a few years ago, so I still had some nostalgia for it. I definitely plan on playing it at some point. I I'm definitely, gonna... I definitely teared up in parts of the movie. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, I like to. I, I own it on a cartridge. I just can't understand it. Yeah, we both have the cartridge, the Famicom cartridge, and I have the, I have the DS game. And I recommend anybody who hasn't played five, you can get, you can get the DS game for pretty cheap. I bought mine for twenty new on Amazon for like nineteen ninety nine. So I think I don't know if they're still selling for that now, but it didn't seem like you know it wasn't all that wasn't all that expensive. Yeah, Let's Dragon right Quest at Walmart for sixty two dollars. Dragon Quest five. Dragon Quest five eBay it's eighty nine dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, well it's not that cheap anymore. I'm looking at it right now. It's uh it's on Amazon for fifty for like yeah fifty five dollars plus six dollars shipping. So try to get it used from from eBay. 
But when I bought it, like, I don't know, when I bought it, like, five years ago or three years ago or whatever, I got it for $20. Because <laughs> maybe it's gotten, maybe it's got a higher demand now. Apparently more, it does. More people want it. But it's it's a great game. The same thing happened with the Chrono Trigger because for the longest time, people were just like, yeah, you can still buy it new off Square's website. And then it was almost like overnight, it wasn't on the website anymore, and it was already like going up in value or going up in price on eBay. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember buying the the DS version of that for like twenty bucks. Also, like when nobody was buying it, when it was yeah, when it was nineteen ninety nine. And I was like, so hey, that means great. I should probably grab seven soon. Is is seven like? Selling? Well, it's, it's, the, probably, it's a three DS one. It's still fairly cheap. It's though, probably yeah. still selling for like forty, right? Well, you can get it used for cheaper than that. Wow, a sealed copy on eBay, one hundred twenty dollars. I could, well, I could shoot. I could have sold mine for six times what I got it for. <laughs> if Do I would, it. If I wouldn't have, well, it's not sealed anymore. <laughs> if I would have kept it sealed and didn't play it, but I wouldn't got have gotten the enjoyment of playing Dragon Quest Five, and that wouldn't have brought me to where That's we are worth now. At least one hundred and thirty dollars. Hey, that game's great, man. You, you can't you can't put a price on a great game and a great story and great characters and all that. That's how I Hand feel. Of the Heavenly Bride. That's what it's called. Yes, that is wow. It. What a uh, title there! I guess they're all pretty. They've added like that. all of well, all of the the re-releases that they put on DS and 3DS. They added subtitles too. Yeah. So the original five was just called five. The one I'm but playing now, eight eight is Journey of the Cursed King. Yeah, they. I don't think that was originally on the PlayStation Two cover. Was Dragon Quest Two's uh, subtitle in the original version? I don't think so. Okay. Not not on the. I mean, I played it on Game Boy. I played the one and two. No, you have. Yeah, it. you're right. It doesn't yeah. say anything about all the luminary crap. Yeah. So I mean, the original. Yeah, the original releases. It didn't have. They didn't have subtitles. But all like the recent re-releases, they added subtitles to them. So yeah. So there's that. So yeah, uh, I recommend Dragon Quest. Your story. You should watch it if you can. I really, I really enjoyed it. It's like an hour. It's like an hour and forty minutes. I thought it was. And fun if you time have Netflix, it's free, or it's not free, but you know, you have Netflix already. Yeah. Just watch. It. Yeah, you can watch it for free. You don't got to pay anything. I played. Uh, I saw that you played this too, Jeremy. I played. I played the Witcher Three update, the new graphical thing on there. Yeah, uh, another one. I think it looks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks a little bit better, I guess. I turned. Uh, I turned up the uh, sharpness on it because that's supposed to make it look better. I don't know. I still. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. I still think it looks kind of. You know, it looks like Witcher Three. <laughs> I mean, after playing all of that Dragon Quest Eleven, it doesn't look as pretty as I thought it used to. But <laughs> right, right. No, not as vivid because Dragon Quest Eleven's fucking pretty as fuck. That game is, but uh, yeah. yeah, I was playing. I played Witcher Three. I played some. I played some more. Uh, I just went and did some more quests on there. So it's you know it's it's fine. It's it's a little bit. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know because I don't have Steam. But I heard that they that you're able to transfer saves now from uh, from Steam to Switch and vice versa. It would be a possible reason to get it on steam and then go back and forth with it portable yeah or i mean or if you already have it and you haven't beat it but you want to play it portable you could transfer it yeah from steam to i think that would sell more switch versions to people you know because they'd be like oh hey i always wanted to i always want to finish that but now i can play it at work or whatever you know yeah i would gladly try it on another platform you know see what the big deal is with the graphical yeah uh, variation between the two yeah especially if i could just continue my save file i would pay 10 or 20 bucks to check that out to so get it on steam and transfer. Yeah. It. I'll look yeah. on steam and see, but it's routinely on sale pretty cheap on there. Cause it's a, it's an old game on the PC front. Yeah. It seems, it seems to be on sale a lot of times on the switch too. Hmm. For anybody who doesn't have it on there. 
I mean, I feel like it's been. I got it on sale myself. Yeah, you got it on sale too. It's been like around like the forty thirty range. Also, um, the Super Nintendo and NES games, the new ones came out last night, this morning, the nineteenth. I played around with those for a while. I played like Pop and Twin B for a second. Um, what is it? Uh, Chris Chrysalis is on. Uh, is now on the Japanese Famicom one, and it's called God Slayer. Which is oh pretty wow! Cool. I guess I think that was probably the original name of it, and they had to change it here because that fits right in with because God Slayer might not be uh, one that your mom would buy for you when, you, well. when you're a kid. Yeah, but I, I found I was like, "Ooh, God Slayer! What's that?" And then it, it's Chrysalis. Because so I played I played all the different versions of stuff. Um, I played I played the tennis game. It's pretty cool. I suck at it, but it looks Same. nice. I guess. It's I a good looking game for the, for its age. It is, yeah, and I I like how the day sort of it like kind of the day like changes as you go. Like I played a game and like the like the shadows like kind of move, like on like on the tennis court. Like oh, as, as you your it. matches increase, yeah, to make it look like the sun is like going down and all that. I thought that was a neat like extra thing that was on there for that one. And you know you can play that online too. There's a lot of cool online multiplayer stuff involved with those. And uh, what else? Uh, what was the other NES game that was on there? Oh, I didn't play that one. I, I didn't. I didn't make it to that one. There, well, there's a ninja one and a boat one, and I basically yeah. just played the boat one for like an hour. And I think that game's. I think that game's cool. Like I was having a lot of fun with it. It's yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of the ninja game, but I I am interested in trying the 2D version of that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, version the player, not 2D version. Oh yeah, I was, I was like, is it in 3D? <laughs> to me, it is. That'd be crazy. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've never I've, heard of the boat game before. That was totally new to me. I never play. I never heard of it either. But I would have loved it when I was a kid if I had it. I mean, it's way too rare that I probably would not would not have found it anywhere. But it would have been fun. It would have been a fun game to play because, as far as I know, there's no way to save. But you know, you could just like play it and try to get farther. And there's and the two player mode could be really fun. But the way it's the got, definitely got like a uh, like super punch out. Or like punch out kind of humor to it if you're like right. Oh yeah, no, it totally does because yeah, the characters are pretty out there and they and they're uh, you'll play like what three matches against one person and then it'll change to a different person. And it also sort of has a bit of an RPG part to it because you can uh, the money that you earn from the races that you win, you can use that to upgrade your your boat and make your boat faster and all that and you know make it repair it yeah well and repair it as well but you can also like give it a better engine and like better steering and like like stronger hull and stuff like that so each so like the next races you'll be you'll be better on it so that's cool even though i got about like halfway through i i got to where everything was maxed out and i couldn't really do anything anymore but but no it's it's really cool and it it's like it takes place in different areas there's like top down racing type things and there's a there's like a behind you almost kind of like mode seven ish thing where you're like riding on the water. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And I've, I've actually, I use this for a lot of racing games, but the, the rewind function has really been my friend on this game. Like whenever you, cause, cause whenever you like, you know, whenever you lose a race, it's automatically game over. So if you just hold the rewind and go back to like the, maybe the beginning of that last segment and try to do it again. Most of the time, I was easy, I was able to do that. I'd just go back to the beginning, race again, and then I win. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then I would save it after every race, you know, like save state every race. And and basically do that, like on every race until I won, where I would just roll. If I, or if I like missed a turbo boost, I'd, I'd like rewind and go back and get it. And then, you know, and then be able to, to do that. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It's a Eliminator Boat Duel is what it's called. And uh, yeah, it's a game I'd never heard of, but it ended up being a, Pretty pretty tight game for NES. Like I feel like it's one of those games that's kind of ahead of its time almost. 
it's uh it, it plays really well and it looks pretty good for an nes it game. was a somewhat late release right it was like 93 i think it says I, yeah i don't know i mean it had it had to have been it looked it looked too good i wonder whatever happened whatever became of that company that made that game like that's a that's got to be like a hard game to find right i don't think i knew anybody who had it made me think of like a uh something that would be an indie game now oh sure yeah for sure like uh, uh somebody like that knows how to optimize the hardware and just doing something weird that hadn't been done before because i can't think of any other game that i've played quite like that weird ass eliminated boat duel game boat duel you can buy you can buy by electro brain yeah electro brain i'd never heard of anything else they did but you can buy it you you can you can buy it on eBay for eighteen dollars, so it's not that rare. I guess somebody had it for now. At it least. looks like they made a couple of the games. They made uh, 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 let's see, Puss in Boots on Game Boy, boxing All games right. on Super Nintendo. Uh, anything else notable? What was the boxing game they did? Boxing Legends. Boxing Legends. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll see that yeah. one on the on the Nintendo Switch online service. It's. I mean, yeah, I about two dozen games on here. Yeah, I, I never well, they made did a Bomberman. Oh, Bomberman, Bomberman also on Game Boy Color, Bomberman Quest. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of the, I'd never heard of them of them before. So, but yeah, no, it's it's a cool game. I had a lot of fun with it. Also, uh, I was playing, still playing Dragon Quest Eleven, trying to get through that. I ran into like, like the final. Well, it was it was the final mini uh, side quest, and then there was another one after that. But I just ran into this one that's just a total pain in the ass to beat, and I kind of like. It, it kind of like burned me for the game for a little bit. It's just it's like this one where you have to, you basically have to go through all of these different. Uh, you have to fight these guys and you have to split up your party members into like four or five different groups and fight. You know, fight a whole bunch of enemies like with like only one or two guys at once. And and in the final final round of that, the uh, the lady who's like the tr- the teacher from Angrila, like she basically. If you don't kill everybody at once, like at the same time, she'll she'll basically re she'll basically bring them all back to life or bring more people onto the onto the stage as well. So it was getting incredibly annoying to where I just was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. So I found I found a quest that I that I actually couldn't beat and kind of annoyed the piss out of me. So I took a break on that for a minute on Dragon Quest Eleven. But I really I don't think I have much left to do. I think I only have to go through a couple more dungeons and I'll be done with the game. Aside from side quest stuff, but yeah, still playing it. My my nickname Baldy McNose here came from uh, Sonic Lost World, by the way. So thought that was pretty <laughs> hilarious. That's what Sonic referred to Eggman as. So that was that made it to my to my list. I'm like, oh, I gotta gotta keep that one. That one's funny. I think that's everything I've been playing. Oh yeah, I, I got a Tetris 99 theme, which I really didn't like. I unlocked the treasure one, which has an okay song, but. The color of the background and the color of the shadows of the uh, blocks, they kind of like, some of them blur together where I can't really see it. So it has, it might be worse for you, Jeremy, for like, for like colorblind, but I just had a really hard time doing that theme just because of the way the, the the color of the shadow and the, and the backdrop of it, they just kind of blur together and I can't tell what's happening on it. So that one's one where I was like, "Ah, I don't, I don't need to play that one anymore. It's one, it's one of the 15 point ones. Yeah, I haven't even started to chip away at those. Really, I'm not. I mean, other than the uh, Donkey Kong and Mario and Zelda ones. Yeah, yeah. I think I only have. I think I only have, I only have like two left to get. Other than that, like total of all of them. So yeah, I could if I played it every day, like like you do. I could I could get to it someday. But yeah, that's what I. I, play, I definitely play it most days. 
yeah. But that's what I've been playing. Big big props to Sonic Lost World again. If anybody has a Wii U still and they want to play a great Sonic game, play that game. It really, I'll it really find that I'll go out somewhere. I'll pick it up. Well, that's the the thing is, uh, the physical version is thirty. Like I looked it up on eBay. Like that's that's the trending price for it is thirty dollars. So that's a third of that digital. I think that's an excellent deal. So, so yeah, I say get it get it online. It's way cheaper. Unless you have to get a box or something like that, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It was uh, that was that was what that was a fun thing about being excited or somewhat excited about the Sonic movie is that I could kind of do the same thing that I did for for the Sonic uh, Mania game where I just played a whole bunch of old Sonic games. And yeah, there's a lot that I haven't played, so I was just like, yeah, hey, let's just try these. And and nine ninety nine is a great it's a great price for me to just try out a game. It's almost like renting one back in the day. It's like what you'd play at Blockbuster to get shit like that. I downloaded that Warface game for free, and it's a uh, it's the first uh, Crytek game that's on Switch, using like the Cry Engine and stuff like that. I, I played the uh, tutorial mode on it, but I could not get into a deathmatch game, so I wanted to give get a test of that to talk about it on here. But it was just basically constant loading for like twenty minutes, and then I turned it off. So hopefully, eventually that gets work gets fixed because apparently it's pretty good from the people who were able to actually get into a match. But yeah. I could not get into a match. So well, I've been playing Dragon Quest as I said at the top of the show, just completely saturated between playing the games and watching the movie uh, this week. Definitely one of my favorite video game movies. If not, I don't know. Maybe if I watch it again, I might decide it's my favorite video game movie. But it's oh, your, pretty good. Your story, uh, Dragon Quest. Your story, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was good. I liked it a lot. Why do they call it your story? <clears throat> well, you have to watch it and find out. <clears throat> yeah, it's like one of those. I don't know, all the games have like subtitle like we were saying earlier, especially in the US releases, like have like a a subtitle or whatever you call it, the a descriptor afterwards and so it kind of fits in with the titles in that regard. And in in all other cases you kind of figure out what that means once you start playing the games too. Yeah, I'm on I'm playing Dragon Quest two. I'm pretty far into it. I guess I still haven't had the game long enough for it to tell me how many hours I've played it. But uh I'm working on gathering the ingredients to make. I think it's the flying cloth going by the uh, the uh, thing I'm looking at here, the uh, walkthrough. Um, I've gotten pretty far into the game, and I've actually seen. Uh, is it Alfgar? Is that the name of the? Yeah, Alfgar from the first from the first. Uh, Alfgar, what? No. Yeah, when you're there. <laughs> not Olive Garden. Olive Garden was. <laughs> I don't think Olive Garden existed yet when uh, when this when this game came out. I, I th- whenever you get the boat, I think is when you can go to Olive Guard. When you go, to I will Olive say, yeah, there. I've been doing that for a while too. So I I went and I got the uh, the sword from the what was where you fought the original boss. Yeah, it's it's in that same spot where you found that where yeah the not where this boss was, but the other part. So I uh, am on like level twenty two now. So I've been I put some time into it and. uh I've gotten to where I'm on the, uh, see, there's a, there's a city where you have to go underground to get to it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at now. And I'm sort of like moving from there to the next part. When I actually got one of the crests already too, on accident. Mm. Cause you have to get all the crests at some point, And I got one of them on accident. Cause I used the, uh, jailer key to go in and fight the guys in that one spot. Yeah. Cause every time I get a new key, I like running like, figure out where i can go and one thing i wanted to point out about this game this game gets a lot more fun as you go because you get the 
you know, you use the zoom and it lets you go to the different levels you've been to or the different towns or castles. So it's actually really fun to just use that to like zip around the world. And then you can use the boat sometimes, but basically use the boat to get someplace one time. And then you can use zoom there afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Like zipping around the map and like, you know, when I'm get stuck, I look at the walkthrough and it, and I'm getting a better feel for the world itself. So I do want to say Alfgard is a lot smaller <laughs> in the second game. Yeah, it feels smaller. I mean, I think, I think it is smaller. smaller. Having yeah, just yeah, played yeah. through the first game. Yeah, it feels smaller and it is smaller. It's pushed together. For yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. But it's still cool. Like everything's kind of analogous. Like you said, you go down to the, to the, to the, uh, whatever the name of the castle is that the, the villain was of the first game was in. Oh yeah. The, the dragon Lord, wherever he is. You, you can get that shit. You can get that sword. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, I really like the uh, multi-party. You know, it's just so much more fun than the first game. Yeah, now that you have a... Well, well now you start dealing with, like, groups of enemies and, like, yep. and more spells and, like, you know, it's cool to have more than one person in your party. Yeah, two of my two of my uh, characters have mid-heal now, so that's really... That's been awesome, mm-hmm. having that ability to, like, mostly, for the most part, completely heal uh, any character at any time, so... That really opened the game up for me. Um, so between Zoom, yeah, between Zoom and the boat and stuff, I feel like I'm on the like part of Final Fantasy VI where it gets fun. Yeah, where you can go Being wherever you want and stuff. Yeah. So I definitely think this game's hitting its stride big time for me, and now I'm just kind of excited to beat it. I think looking at the walkthrough, I'm like between like a half and two thirds of the way through yeah. it. I think. Those first those first two games aren't that long. Like the mm-hmm. so I mean. But it's still significantly longer than the first one already. Yeah. Well, the first game is like 10 hours, probably less than 10 hours, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the second one's probably, what, 20, 30 around? And there's less experience points between levels, at least it seems that way. So mm-hmm. you're leveling up a lot more, and I think it's more satisfying for that reason. Yeah. And you've got three characters that you're juggling. So it's pretty fun. Speaking of leveling up, Dragon Quest Eight. that's all I've done this week with it. But I ha- I did actually play it for about half an hour the other day and just try to gain a few levels um because i want to get through that whatever it is the chat what is it where you go to the uh the monastery and you have to go to the old one the the ruins of the old monastery and take like a secret tunnel to like talk to the guy who's the head of that abbey or whatever because mm-hmm. I, I think i'm thinking they're gonna let me have the the night that that's there be in my party at least i'm hoping that so that's the thing I've been excited about achieving in Dragon Quest Eight, or at least seeing what happens to him. So yeah, two Dragon Quests this week that I'm actually playing, and then I saw the movie. Uh, we pretty much talked about that. I can't really add too much other than yeah, I just thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, Re- Resident Evil Four, I just beat it. I didn't beat it, rather, I just beat the the Hedge Maze part. So I'm, I'm, the Hedge Maze. Yeah, the Hedge Maze is pretty fun, and uh, I got through it in like my second try, so I was proud of myself. And was able to get up some treasures and stuff where I was able to upgrade my gun, uh, my uh, my broken butterfly. That's my favorite gun. Oh yeah, that's a that's like a revolver kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's OP as fuck, but I love it. Well, yeah, that's fine. And uh, so that game's remaining fun. Uh, Tetris ninety nine. Um, I'll get that last thirty point theme tomorrow. I think. I could have gotten it today, but I had to complete the tea, a tea spin challenge, and I still just don't even try to do those. Mm. I'll get that tomorrow, and then I got to start chipping away at the fifteen themes. But yeah, I still play that most days. Still getting my money's worth out of that game. The, 
I guess at this point, ten dollars that I paid for it. King of Cards, I beat a couple more levels. It's definitely ramping up in difficulty. Um, the platforming of it, you just really have to learn the mechanics as you get further into the game. Otherwise, you're just going to die super quick because they start adding like this level I just played through. There's like big columns of lava on the edge of the screen and you, you can't ram into them. But your main attack is like a, a charge forward, kind of like Wario does in the Wario games. Mm-hmm. So it's a little difficult, but it's still fun. And let's see, uh, Witcher 3, um, I've been stuck in the same spot for like over a month now, I think. Is it a uh, is it a boss or something? Sort of. It's the part where you're wanting to turn the uh, the demon baby into the Wubberkin. Oh, no, you're stuck on the baby part? Yeah. <laughs> Did you, I mean, is it because the baby turns into the monster? Probably. I'm not, I can't even get that far. I can't oh. beat all the, uh, the <clears throat> demons along the way that attack you. Oh, okay. So I think I probably need to see if there's some way to exit that mission and just go grind a little bit because I've never actually done any grinding in that. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Just I go forward. Just try to get out of there and just do some other side missions. That's the only way you can really get experience points in that game is from doing side missions. I thought that the frame rate seemed better, but maybe I was just like looking for something because I mean, that level is at night and you're just kind of like walking through a town. Mm-hmm. So there's really not a lot to show off whether or not the graphics look better. And what I'm wanting to know is if like the draw distance has improved at all as far as well. It was always good, but it just gets really, really blurry really quick as things get further away. All I've really been able to see so far is the same mission I've been stuck on. So yeah. I can't really give a good opinion about whether or not the, the, the graphics were improved. But I thought the frame rate maybe was better. But then again, I'm in an almost interior zone. So there's yeah. less stuff to process. Who knows? There, well, there's a hopefully I have a better idea next week. There's a bunch of display options now that you can turn off and on, so I think that's a major difference. So it's like adjusting like like you would on a PC, like yeah, what your preferences are. Okay, kind of yeah, but I mean I just I just turned up the sharpness all the way. That's about all I really did. And, but you can like turn off like anti-aliasing or whatever, which I think you want to keep that on. But I didn't really mess around with it a whole lot, a whole bunch to see what the difference is. But it still looks fine to me. I mean, I was playing it on my TV in the spare room. I wasn't playing it on the bigger TV, so it looked looked fine on that. I just was gonna, you know, walk around and do the same thing that I normally do, where I just randomly go to a spot on the map and do some sort of side mission, and yeah, go to go to the next thing. So it's uh, I've, I've been doing fine with it. I think I think once you get those healing those healing items that refill themselves, whenever you meditate, I think it gets a lot easier. Or at least it did for me. And oh, also, right. also once you get enough once you get enough money to buy a new sword, I felt like that really helped a lot too. When I when I bought a new silver sword. But that was like farther past where you are. Well, as I said earlier, I may consider picking this up on Steam now that there's a cross saving. Mm-hmm. I might want to try that out. So see the difference. And maybe I'll have a better idea about that next week. But yeah, I want to see what the difference is. And you know, as I've mentioned before and probably most people that have a Switch and Steam know you can use a Switch controller on Steam just by plugging it in through USB. Yeah. It natively supports it, so um, I can play it with the same control scheme, you know? Did you did you ever figure out what was happening with your G-Bros adapter? Because nope. we I remember we forgot to talk about that last week. I did try mine right right after we talked about it on here. I tried mine out, and it works fine. Like, it still, like, syncs up and all that. So I don't know why yours isn't working. I think at this point I'm just waiting for the next update. Yeah. But I don't know what else to do other than I'm going to bring it with me to 
See if it'll work uh, on mine. See if they work yeah. on yours at MGC. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I just, I just tried it. I like, I hadn't used it in a while. I just turned it on, turned right on, plugged the GameCube controller into it. It's working fine. You know, so, so yeah, I don't know. It sucks because you use users all the time. So yeah, we'll have to try that out in April. We've definitely, yeah, lost some steam in my household playing Tetris for that reason because it's because you don't got a good controller. Yeah. I mean, I've still been playing it with the, with the pro controller, but it just doesn't feel the same. Like I don't get as hooked on it for in the uh, 99 battles. You should get one of these guys. I might eventually. Get, I can't really yourself, afford it right get now. Get yourself but. a pro I still use it all the time. I tried it out. I liked it. I might get one eventually, but for now, just got to grin and bear it and at least enjoy the fact that I have a bunch of other games to play on the Switch mm. and the 3DS. Sure. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than, yeah, I tried out the... Uh, the new NES and SNES online games. I played Twin B for a little bit. It's definitely cute. I thought it was pretty fun. I didn't play too far into it, but I could see that also being a game that would benefit from the rewind function a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I I like the first one a lot on on NES. Me and my nephew used to play that a lot online. Yeah, I, I didn't get very far on the NES one, but I got farther on the Super Nintendo one. But yeah, no, it's still it looks cool. I mean, you you still shoot the bells and get the get the different get the different power ups from it. This is just the Super Nintendo version. So I mean, it, even in just in that first level, those enemies are some of those enemies are relentless. They'll just like follow you everywhere. You got to weave around them a lot, but it's pretty fun and the controls are nice and tight. So I liked it. And then yeah, I played the boat game. And that's where I got my uh, <laughs> my quote from the beginning. Uh, that's what the guy says to you, like Punch Out style or Street Fighter Two style. Like when he defeats you, he's like, "Your karma's bad. You need to get your life aligned." Yeah, <laughs> he's like this hippie guy. Yeah, that's here. the first guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty hilarious. It's just super what's his name? Like something Nirvana or I don't know, it's like some sort of some sort of like Buddhist reference or something. But Yeah, he, I wonder- Oh no, it's not that. It's an astrology reference. His name's something Aquarius. Mm. But anyway, yeah, that game's fun. I said it earlier, it's got the feel of an indie a good indie game to me. Like a good like something you'd see at a show like that people are making and trying to release on the actual hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely see that. Yeah, if it was like an online, if it had an online mode to it or whatever. I mean, this one kind of does. You just got to play with your friends. but Which we hopefully will try. At some which point. we can, yeah. But I'm going to stick with Dragon Quest Two as my pick of the week because I'm still just focused on getting through the first three at least on on the uh, virtual console. And then we'll see where, that, where it takes me after that. Nice. Yeah, hopefully you get to play 4, 5, and 6. Or at least 5 at some point. Four kind of blew me away just because it was that that was an NES game because I was like, wow, okay. Because I played it on DS, but I was still couldn't believe that it was that all the stuff that all the story and stuff that was on it was an NES game. I guess three is like that too. Kind of blows you away that it was a Nintendo game with all the stuff to do on it. But, but they were doing it. Were they releasing it on the disc system at that point, or was it all cartridge based on the, for the Famicom? Well, I was just wondering if maybe they just had a lot more memory because they were using the disc system for Dragon Quest three or four. Yeah, I, mean, I don't they, know if they were using it or not. I'm just Yeah, I don't know. I mean they came out here as cartridges, so Oh they did? Yeah. They're they're really hard to find. I mean I've seen them at MGC. They're like hundreds of dollars, but Dang. Yeah, two, three, and four are all are all pretty expensive, like the actual the, the American cartridge, which I'd love to have them, but I can't just go throwing away throwing around like four hundred dollars on an NES game. <laughs> but but I've seen them. I think I saw them last year. I think I saw at least three and four like out in like out in the wild at the booths, but it's way too expensive for me. 
Do you have anything to talk about, John, before we go to the to the next part? Me? No, I've been very busy this week, so I haven't really played any video games besides the usual Mario Maker. Oh, okay. No no interesting no interesting new levels from the Mario Maker? Uh, I've had a couple of interesting new levels. In fact, I've been keeping a list for us to play uh, when we do eventually get back on and, and together again. Yeah, you've been working but, at um, like we've yeah, been working yeah. at like four AM though, right? Like you get super early days. Yeah, I gotta leave at like four in the morning. Or well, I gotta get up at four in the morning. I leave at about five thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you haven't been up. Haven't been up late. So that's why I've been not playing too many games. Sure. But hopefully that gets corrected soon. Yeah. You still have some time to do some research for the podcast though. In, oh uh, yeah, of course. And so, what yeah. you viewed this week specifically. Oh yeah, for the movie. But yeah, on that yes. note, why don't we yes. let's on that note, let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about Sonic, the Hedgehog, the movie. Hell yeah. Be right back. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. Whoa. 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 He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over.
some of the news things out of the way first before we talk about sure. the big topic of the of the week. Good idea. Here is the news. I promise you it's the news. Also, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I want to let's talk about the releases for the week real quick. So I mentioned Warface came out. It's such a ridiculous name, Warface, but yeah, that's a free online multiplayer shooter with the Crytek CryEngine in there. So it's the first game with that. I'm hoping to try it someday if it ever works, if the online works. Apparently, people have made videos about it already, so it seems to be working. Snack World is out now. I've heard uh, people say good things about that. That's like that dungeon crawly type game. Um, Darksider Genesis, the top-down game, is out also. Devil May Cry 3 will be will be out tomorrow. Uh, Double Dragon and Kunio Kun, which we talked about last week, which is a game I'm actually looking forward to, even though it has a pretty high asking price. I'm still interested in that. That's the one that has all of the Double Dragon and River City games on one on one game pack for $40, so that is worth checking out. Also, Puyo Puyo 2 for Sega Ages as a Sega Ages game is coming out this week as well. So, that's some cool stuff. I did want to mention uh, it's a Nintendo game. It came out for the PS4, but I'm really interested in this, and I might end up getting it. Yeah. It's a game called Dreams. I've heard about it. Oh, yeah. I've seen some videos about it here and there, but like, do you? I've already seen some content this week on YouTube where yeah. people have already like recreated entire like l- games inside of it, like yeah, like three yeah. D games. Yeah, do you? Um, do maybe you, just like levels, maybe not whole games, but do you make your own? Yeah, do you make your own stuff in it? I don't know what it is, but I've seen. I've it's seen a some stuff game there. creation tool, or you know, kind of like Mario Maker, where also if you just want, you can just play everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then there's like a there's like a campaign that was created. Within, you know, free to play within the game. Yeah, you play the game, but you know everything within the the thing you play could be made with the tools. Um, but it's like a super detailed thing where it's almost like a, a ball of clay that you sculpt in your three dimensional shapes that mm-hmm. you put in the world and stuff. So I don't completely understand it. It's you know, it seems like there's some tutorials involved where there's like a sort of learning curve to it, but. The people that have figured it out figured it out quick and done some really cool stuff. Well, I guess I guess it came out a while back as an alpha mm-hmm. or a beta, or whatever they call it. It was the, beta? yeah, beta where you could play it, but it was like limited in scope. So some people probably got used to the creation tools. Yeah, but yeah. I saw like a whole like somebody did a the Princess Peach's castle from Mario sixty four, hmm. and then I've seen like I I think someone did a level from Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, and, I saw Dead Space mm-hmm. on there. Did it's some of the stuff I've seen, you wouldn't even be able to tell unless somebody told you that, oh, it was made in dreams. It just looks like a whole different game. It looks like it's, there's a watermark on it. Like all the different creations I've watched, it's, there's been like a watermark to kind of like let it you says know dreams. Yeah. that it was made in dreams. But otherwise, yeah, it's almost indiscernible. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in trying it out. It's a $40 game as well. It's not like a full price Yeah, game, I was going to say, so. what's the price tag on that thing? For being able to like play other people's creations, like infinitely for free i think at least i don't know if you have to have playstation subscription or whatever but mm-hmm. um i don't know it might be worth checking out especially since people are already trying to recreate nintendo games in it so it might be kind of fun to see what's happening over there where in a place where nintendo can't really like cease and desist people yeah <laughs> <laughs> like other people yeah yeah i don't know i'll have to, I'll have to take a look I'll have to take a look at it i really my playstation 4 is basically just a hulu machine so I don't really do much else with it, but I almost bought it because I hadn't 
spent money on any ga- new games this week. Yeah. But I just want to stand by it, and not buying a new game till I beat Final Fantasy Two, Dragon Quest, or II. unless I, or yeah, I might Dragon Quest Two, unless you know it just happens to be I'm still playing it when Animal Crossing comes out because mm-hmm. I'll buy that. Yeah. Well, uh, software updates, uh, Witcher Three, we talked about that. New games on the NES and Super Nintendo, we talked about that too. Um, let's. Uh, as far as deals go, I talked about the Sonic sale. It's t- going still to the till the twenty eighth. So. If you're interested in any of the Sonic games on Switch or other Nintendo platforms, definitely check that out because there's a lot of great stuff on there. Like I definitely, I mean, I didn't, I felt like I got a great deal for all the stuff that I got on there. So, nine ninety nine is a good price for trying a game that you heard was terrible, like Forces, which I was kind of scared to play it, but it ended up being fine. So, also, uh, all of our predictions that we made last week have become moot because. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo's having a Animal Crossing direct tomorrow. So, you well you won, right? Did I win? Cuz what well, did I said, say? You said it was going to be there'll be a direct week, next I week. Said it was yeah. Be the following week. Yeah, that's true. I guess I did win in that way. I said a direct, I didn't say an Animal Crossing direct. I I didn't yeah, expect that that so. would I didn't expect that the Animal Crossing direct would come before, I guess. I thought it'd be close. Does it count that. as a direct then? I was wondering the same thing. It counts as a direct to me, but all those people who are saying that like there's been so much time between the last direct and this direct, they that would be wrong because the Pokémon direct like just happened. So, yeah. They wouldn't say unless they're saying that that's no, not I'm a direct. You. There's yeah. like people are mincing words. Yeah. They're 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 switching it up because we direct. we just had it. We just had a Pokémon direct, so I mean, I think they're well, they want to say just a regular Nintendo Direct, but yeah, we got the Animal Crossing Direct happening. Uh, we could talk about like predictions for that. Like, I really don't. I don't know. I have not been like dissecting all of the trailers and stuff of Animal Crossing. How you know how some friends of the show have, but I'd like to have. I don't. Know, I'd like to probably have Fushan next week to talk about it. Just I know it's happening this week, but I just don't think with all of our schedules I can fit it in to both to both of the episodes. So we'll do this one on Sonic sure. and the next one on. On that, on the, on the, on, on like what we take from that, especially if we have guests on that, on for that, you know, it'll be, we can get more into it. But of course, you know, we have to see, I mean, they, they still haven't really shown that much about the island. So, you know, we got to know, we got to know what Nook up, what Nook's up to and how much you owe him. It would him be interesting to make a few predictions, but. What do you, what do you, do you have a, what do you got? Do you have anything in mind here for our, I mean, nothing's huge. Uh, especially since I didn't like, I played the 3DS one for a while, but it's been so long since I have played it. Uh, what if there? Eh, no, that's not going to happen. Hmm. I saw that. Uh, I saw that Fuchsia made made like a bingo card with a bunch of different stuff on it that might. And one of the squares that I found intriguing was like jobs, like extra jobs for your character. Oh, okay. You know, aside from just like trading furniture and stuff like that. And that would that would be something I'd like to see on the game, like. Give me a little bit more to do other than just like trading furniture and catching bugs and stuff like that. Even though that's super, yep. that's super zen. Could I feel you send like letters be... to other people's towns? Was that a thing that you could do in other Animal Crossing games? I don't think you, I think I think you had to do the um, the multiplayer like you to an animal, and then they would take it over. Maybe I think you have to do the multiplayer where you like invite the person to your town and then you send them letters. So right. yeah, so yeah, yeah it would definitely. I want like an enhanced online mode on it. You know, I, yeah, I guess. I was, so yeah, that's kind of where my brain was going. Like, yeah. can I just send a message to you while you're to any of my friends? Yeah, and show up in your mailbox. But I guess you only get mail once a day. So, ooh, maybe there'll be email. I think this would be, would be my prediction slash wish that 
this Animal Crossing is sort of what ushers in a proper restructuring, reintroduction of Nintendo Switch Online and the social component and the friends list. Remember, weren't we supposed to get like a a thing where you could play, like, like send friend invites to play a game? Hey, do you want to play Animal Crossing right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was talked about a couple months ago. Like, I hope that this is the game that really rolls that out. Yeah, it never. I mean, this will be the game, right? It's, it's Nintendo's most social game by yeah. design. I would yeah. say so. I, I mean, Mario Maker is pretty social, but that's less. It's so social. it's so social, but so not. Like, I yeah. mean, because Mario Maker, the things that you thought would have been easy, like like what you just said, like even saying like. You know, you can't even look up. You can't even look at your friends' levels in that game. You have right. to like put in the code of the level to find it. You yeah. can't even just be like, "Oh, well, I'm friends with this person. He has well, Mar- you, Mario Maker." Once you're able to find, they have. once you have a code for one level, you can find all the other levels by that creator pretty easy. You can, but it's just dumb that you can't just look at that they're your friends. It's just, there's not a yeah. category that says friends levels, and then you can follow you know? them, right. and then their levels. Anytime they can do level, they'll show up in your star. Yeah, but that's a but that's an extra workaround that where it should just be much easier. Where it should just be like, here are your Switch friends. They have this yeah. game. Look at their levels. You know. Yeah. You shouldn't have to. Like, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. I shouldn't have to get your your friend code for Mario Maker Two. And yeah, I'm already friends with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have to get an extra code for right. the level because you should already. It, it, they should they should endorse that more. Like be like or embrace that more. Where it's like, hey. Your friends are on here. Why don't you look at what they're doing? Like here, look at their stuff. Like a, I agree. Yeah, like a Splatoon kind of did that, I guess. But it would sort of show what your friends were doing on there. But yeah, I'd, I'd like. I would really like for the internet to be, to to you know to be used better to where it's almost like maybe not like an MMO, but like just 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 easier to talk to other people and easier to travel from yeah. town to town and stuff like that. That's kind of what what I'm really just make it seamless. For. Yeah, and make it. What yeah. if there were? What if there's a yeah. What if they added like actual games you play when you're in a town together? I don't know if that's been a thing before. Well, there's like fishing contests and stuff like that. Like we mm-hmm. we played that on the 3ds, like, uh, or maybe it was the DS. It was either the, like we played it on the handhold one where you can do like a uh, fishing competitions, but I think you kind of like do it on your own where it's like, and oh, it's just you submit your records or whatever. Well, you can like set a timer. And then you'll be like, "Hey, we're gonna look for this fish, and whoever catches the most wins." But I don't It'll think it cool. actually says it in there. If they brought back the, if they brought back the included NES games in a roundabout way, to where you got, you could buy your little NES and your TV for your house, and like you have your friend over, hey, do you want to play NES? Yeah. Cool. You, you characters walk up, and then it switches over to Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. It, when you're done playing, then it comes back to Animal Crossing. Yeah. It would. Yeah, it would be really cool if they would incorporate. That would be kind of cool. I mean, yeah, because because before it was like, I was like, well, they took out the games because they wanted Virtual Console, but now it's like now they have them in Switch Online, so it's like, well, now you can maybe you can put them back in the game because you don't need to worry about you're not losing money now because people need to get online service anyway to right. you know to to use Animal Crossing, so they. Would I would think getting, that was cool, even yeah. if it was simply just a, a, it automatically connected you to two player. Whatever is already in the in the in the shop, if they yeah. didn't even add anything new, is what I'm saying. Like, or you could find it still be yeah. kind of a cool way to like get into the interface of it through another game. Mm-hmm. Or if you could like find them in the ground and stuff like that, like you supposedly could in the first one. You know, like just mm-hmm. you know digging them up or whatever. I yeah. remember using like a secret code to get Mar- Wario's woods, but I think the game I originally got was something dumb like golf. <laughs> <laughs> well because don't cause can't you like find one on the island like if you do a bunch of different things I, I thought you could like on the game boy advance island in the original one 
Maybe. I remember seeing that there was well, you there's a whole bunch of different shit you need to do, and it never worked for me. But the way you cheated you could, that game was that you just found the codes online. Yeah, yeah. Gifts, or so, you use the catalog. Yeah, but no, I, I loved and and I'd love for you to be able to send like packages from town to town. Also, like even if I want to send you a fucking apple or something, so you can have apple trees in your town, you know, that would be cool. Like I should be able to just send it like system to system. Like that would be great. It should just totally be like an almost like second life kind of thing where we can just like yep. have our own like towns and then we can like walk into each other's towns and walk around and interact and like maybe grief you if possible if you're set to that. That would be cool. But also jerky. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a twenty five minute direct, so like they gotta they gotta have some stuff they gotta cut uncover. So I'm sure there's gonna be I don't know, there's gotta be something in there. It's not gonna be a whole lot of just introducing all the new players, all the new people in the in the game and all that, you know. So it's gonna be I don't know. I, I'm expecting I mean I you know, I, I know not to expect much from directs because I expect co- contests. Get, yeah. Like you were saying, so I expect it to be like almost like a splat fest or uh or the, the you know, the Tetris Maximus or whatever, like Yeah, yeah. There will be events where it's like fishing or blah blah like your gave us an example or there should be, yeah. Fossil collection or whatever. Well there already is I mean there already are like holidays like in every month, like in, in the game. I'm just hoping that they expand on that and just give you more to do. Or maybe even like do you remember like the Wii one where there was like kind of that town area that you could go to? Yeah, city like, folk. Yeah, like maybe expand on that. Like make it like an actual other stuff you can do aside from that. Yeah, I like that. I know there's like, like, the Wii one. That was the one that I probably played the most. Yeah, I played. I played the GameCube right one, now. The GameCube one and the 3DS one. But I mean, it, yeah, just I say, just give us more stuff to do aside from uh, trading <laughs> trading furniture. As fun as that is, you know, I'd like I like more stuff. And I'm really I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it. It's supposed to be on at like what nine in the morning, eight in the morning tomorrow. I think. Mm-hmm. I must right? confess that I've never played the Wii version. I never played the Wii version either. I was. Uh, I was kind of tired of it by then. Well, that I played a lot of it on GameCube and then a decent amount on the original DS version. Yeah. What was that? Uh, New Leaf? No, is that, New Leaf is a 3DS one. one. Yeah. Well, cause what was that one? What was the Wild f- World? Wild World. Yeah. DS was Wild World. Well, the thing, DS was the one that kind of broke me on Animal Crossing, just basically let me know that I didn't want to play it again because I played the GameCube one so much. And when I started playing the DS one and I was doing the same things that I played in the GameCube one, I'm like, I'm like, I can't do this. I already did this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I kind of had to take a break from it for a while because it felt like way too the same game. Like what you were, what your goals were like working towards your second floor and your basement and all that. Well, I was getting like, I was getting like the same furniture that I had in the other game. And I just felt like everything was stuff that I had already done. Cause I played the GameCube one so much Yeah, and it was just yeah. like, nothing was really new to me. So I kind of like, so I took a break. But then when the 3DS one came around and you were like the mayor and you got to move shit around and I was like, okay, mm. this is this, this, this is different. And also the mayor, the main thing about the DS one that really broke my heart was Cap'n was gone. Like, you know, the, yeah. our favorite fucking dude who took us to the Game Boy Island, like the Game Boy Island was gone. So Cucumber Cap- song, you know? So the only time you see Cap'n is like in the, in the taxi at the beginning of the game. And that's it. And that broke my heart because I love that guy. And then and then in the 3ds they brought him back and he had a family and all that and he sung you the songs still so I, they just need him we just need Captain somewhere singing songs I think that's really important for the game for me I'd, it'd break my heart if he wasn't in there and now he's got like kids and a wife and stuff so well he had a wife before that he talked about but he never saw her in the game in the GameCube one but I want them I want some like island thing Leon I know you're on an island but maybe you can go to another island 
with camping and all that, there should be something like apart from just the town that you have, I think, mm. you know. An even more remote island. Sure, yeah. Or like a, yeah. Another, or maybe you go. Maybe an archipelago. Or maybe you go to a continent. Maybe you go to like a peninsula or something that's attached to a, a big piece of land, you know, that's not mm. like just your island. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to see it, and I and I find it weird that I don't know. I guess I guess they really want to build up build up some more hype for it, even though like you know Animal Crossing fans are going to get it no matter what. Because I don't know how long it's been since a new one, like since New Leaf. Like New Leaf was when was it? New Leaf had to have been over ten years ago, twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Twenty twelve, right? Yeah, well, about yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. It was on our it was on our decade list. For me, it was. I think it was twenty twelve because yeah, it was because that's the. First year I worked at my current job and someone got it for me for a secret Santa that year. Oh, nice. It's a great gift. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was a great gift. Yeah, New Leaf is awesome. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw I saw a tweet earlier where somebody was like that Animal Crossing was the only game that like no matter what, all the fans will buy it. Like, Which a lot of games are like that where fans will just buy it whether they see what it is. The Switch is a fucking powerhouse place for it to be it's yeah. well you know what i mean it's gonna sell a lot of copies just because portable how oh, many switches there are oh an interest also interesting side news thing along with that the yeah. um the actual the animal crossing switch is coming out a week early is a week before the animal crossing so i found that kind of weird the the actual the one you know the one that's like the animal crossing switch is coming out on the 13th and Animal Crossing it did, is coming it didn't out come on the with 20th. The game, though, right? That's not even a thing. It doesn't. No, it's just its own. Which is weird that you know, because normally they do them on the same day. But I don't think they like like the Majora's Mask 3DS didn't come with Majora's Mask. It was just a Majora's Mask themed 3DS. You know, so I don't know. But yeah, no, they're releasing that version of it the week before. So there was a supposedly leaked, um, very short commercial that I saw on Twitter today, of like a ten to fifteen second TV spot or whatever. That I guess some people were picking apart a little bit and finding some info on, but I didn't. I don't know. Mm. I'm kind of like you, Trey. I'm not really picking apart stuff for Animal Crossing. Yeah, like, I'm not really pouring over all the <laughs> all of the. I'm, I mean, I'm super excited yeah. to play the game at this point, and yeah. I think that I'm going to get even more like hyped up mm-hmm. after the direct tomorrow. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm getting it no matter what. I'm just I'm really I just want to kind of not really set my standards too high for the direct. I just want, I'm just hoping for more communication more than anything. It's just like, I hope yes, it's my, new, my number one. Yeah. Make it, I hope it's my new star. Do that. Maybe that's a high expectation, but yeah, that's what I want it to be. I want it to like, take the place of that game. You want to be able to, I want farm. it to feel, I want it to feel like a social network. Yeah. You know, basically yeah, basically that would be really cool if it was, but if not, I just want the like daily tasks to be relaxing. Well, you, you should at least be able to reach out to people easier and to, like, get people into your town easier, I think, is what would be an easier multiplayer, you know, like, which Nintendo's not great about that, but we can always hope, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know. And, and of course, like, I hope there's more to do. Like, I always, I always wish there's more to do on those games. It's fun as it is, the stuff yep. that you do do on there. It I want them to cool flip the scripts almost as much as, I don't expect them to, but as much as Zelda would be my ideal. Like Animal Crossing really needs that because to me in my head I picture all the games being relatively the same. Uh, you know, definitely from GameCube to DS, like Trey said, pretty much an identical game. GameCube to Wii, yeah, we're we're all kind of the same. Yep. We had sort of voice chat. <laughs> that was that was the big yeah. thing there. <laughs> yeah, the oh, we speak, we speak. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that that came with Animal Crossing because I got mine with the with the uh, scuba game. The whatever mm. blue blue ocean whatever it's called 
That game was cool, yep. actually. I like that game. But I got it for really cheap. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the Animal Crossing Direct? No, not really. Other than hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to mention I want to mention a couple more things and then we'll hit and then we'll get into the Sonic stuff. Um number one, I guess I guess those uh those surveys that Atlas put up is uh, doing something because there's supposedly a leak of uh Catherine for for Switch. That was um what well, was a Nintendo everything reported. It was a I think they found like a rating, right? Something like that. Yeah, that I got rated mm-hmm. for the Switch. Yeah. I'm down. I mean, especially if it's a value priced game. Well, I already own it on Xbox, but Yeah, I, I own I own Catherine on PS3 also. But uh but they did do a re you know, they did a a, um, a remaster of it and all that on, on the other systems other than Switch. So I think because you know there was that there was that survey that we talked about that Atlas put out where a lot of people were talking about like you know Persona and how much they wanted the Persona games and all that. This is probably the easiest game and the quickest game to port to Switch. Like so, hopefully they finally figured out that it's dumb for them not put games on there, which I'm so surprised that they haven't yet. But it seems like an easy way out for me. Like I feel like it'd be like, well, we can put this on there pretty quickly, so we'll go to that. So that's kind of what I see from it. It seems like it's probably a real thing. But yeah, cool. Get some Atlas games. Well, some more. I think there's already a couple in there, but get get that one on think- there. I mean, at this point, it's just dumb to not put your game on Switch, right? Yeah. Especially if it's an an old game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how easy it is to port. You know, I don't want to speak yeah. as though I truly understand that. But come on, it's a it's a cash cash crop. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that one's probably easy. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what all you have to go through, but it's definitely not going to be like a Persona Five or something like that. It's not like a hundred hour. Well, that was already thing, like you know? multi platform to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anything else? Anything else you want to mention before we drop into uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? So, yeah, I want to mention um, one of our rumors from a couple months ago is coming true. It's uh, Cooking Mama. She's back. Yeah, Cooking Mama Cookstar. Was was that coming a, next month? Was that a rumor or was it? I felt like it was that it was actually said that it was coming out. Well, regardless, no, it, it was is real. It, it was like a uh, a leak, like it appeared on a rating board or something mm-hmm. like that. One of those things. Yes, yeah, yeah. so, I, I saw I that it was. Uh, I think Cooking Mama's forty dollars, right? But wasn't there something about one. it involving blockchain? That's something that I remember seeing and being kind of. Maybe that was one of the rumors before, but like I was really intrigued by what that meant. I don't remember that. Yeah, maybe I, I misread something, but that's a that's this new like <laughs> you know this new frontier of video gaming that's mm. very intriguing to me. There's a few other games that employ it, but yeah, I don't I don't know uh, what that is. What is that? Blockchain. I mean, the nearest way I, I can describe it, like, or the best way I can describe it, based on how my friend Dan told me about it, because he's like gotten involved in the uh, the beta version of this one game that involves it. But it's like you literally own items within the game hmm. because they're like Bitcoin; they're made out of a code that's one of a kind. Weird. And so, in order to like get that asset in the game, like to someone else, you have to literally like transfer it to their like account. To where they like physically, I guess in a in a sense they physically own that item within the. You're game. not just copying it; they're not right. downloading it. Yeah, so like I could make a custom table with my own design and sell it mm-hmm. in a blockchain that would be like a one of a kind. You know, like well, if someone's using this model in the game, it's it can only exist in this one instance mm. for that reason. Weird. It's very weird, but I don't. That's just the way I understand it. So I just remember seeing like it back when it, this game was being rumored, hmm. something about blockchain being involved, and I'm not finding anything about it right now. So 
That's all, all right. her meals are one of a kind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, wait. You can sell them for other things. I I think that I think we can jump into Sonic because I want to. I don't want to. Oh, like, it's a private key. Okay. I think we can jump into Sonic. So let's do that right now. All right. Let's speed forward into Sonic. <laughs> let's go with the speed of sound. Insert so, Sonic speeding noise. So everybody, so we all saw Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. The things we do for this podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> and and for me, I, I saw it in 4DX. So that was a new experience for me. I've never wow. seen a movie in 4DX. And uh, like a long time shit there. And let me tell you, let me tell you something. I never want to see another movie in 4DX. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Uh, basically, most of it was blowing really cold air on me through the whole thing. So I was fucking, I was fucking. I mean, that's freezing. how Sonic feels. I was fucking freezing through the whole movie, and it was—I think it was colder in the theater than it was outside, and it was pretty cold outside. Like when I was walking home, I thought it was a little bit warmer. Was it like one of those chairs that like vibrates and moves a little bit? Yeah, it moves. It's like it's like Star Tours, except like a whole like hour and forty minutes worth of that. And you're just like within like a normal theater, or is it the entire theater is those chairs? The the whole theaters are those chairs. Oh my gosh! There was that that experience was available where I where i was well i've heard i mean i'm playing at the same time i mean i listen to kevin smith's podcast fat man beyond and he talks about you know he gives away tickets to the 40x theater all the time and talks it up so much and i was like you know what i'll try to 40x theater i just it's not for me it's it and it there's that part in sonic where they're like throwing the the darts you know in the bar and yeah, like every super excited about that part, I remember. Well, I thought it was funny when I saw it online, but every time they throw a dart, it fucking blows air in my ear from the back <laughs> from the back of the seat, and I'm like, "What the fuck? You ruined you ruined Trey's favorite part with the 40x." <laughs> it was was there any part of the 40x that you thought like added to it at all? Uh, I mean, they kind of like raise the seats up when it's like an overhead view, and I thought that was kind of cool. But wow, but I'm not really, I don't really. I mean, yeah, since Sonic's running a lot, there's a lot of, like, cold air blowing at you. But also, they're supposed to be in California. So, can you, like, fucking blow some hot air at me instead? <laughs> it's not like they're running around, like, the Antarctic or something. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, you know, they're driving in their car a lot. So, there's a lot of wind from that, too, because the windows are open through most of it. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, and there's water effects, too. But you can turn it off. But but all but there was only like there's maybe only like twenty people in this theater like is the water effect like me. they missed you like yeah it's a mist and you can turn oh, it, no. and you can turn it off on your seat but all the other seats in front of you have it on so still, <laughs> even if you aren't <laughs> so you're still gonna get kind of hit by it and I and I did totally feel the water effects and 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 yeah you can't put your feet up there's no there's no table for your food or anything so you basically got to eat that shit early because. Because you know you're gonna your seat's gonna get rocked all over the place. Yeah, misty nachos. But I stopped. I stopped by. Uh, I stopped by our friend uh, who was on the show. I stopped by to see Sam from Toy Du Jour, 
and he actually gave me some uh, Hello Pandas to eat at the movie. So thanks, man. Oh, that, that was nice was, uh, of him. That was That's nice. like the cookies with the chocolate in them? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a strawberry one, actually. But yeah, they're like oh, the cool. Japanese candies, whatever. Yeah, they're like a they're like cracker cookie thing with a filling. So those were cool. I ate those. But yeah, no, 40X. It was a weird experience. And it's like everything, like almost everything, it, it vibrates like for almost everything in the movie. Like it's not just Oh, like, it's the new toy du jour spot. I, I don't even know if I ever like had it confirmed where it was. Oh, it's you know, great. Sort of following it on. It's great. I went to I went to their opening. Is it still close to your house? It's closer now, actually. It's closer to my house than it was before. It's near Logan Arcade, right? It's closer than Logan Arcade. It's on Fullerton. Or I mean, so. it's near Logan Hardware. I, that's what I meant to say. Oh, you know, I mean, it is It is like Logan Hardware. It's part of that building. No, it, it, it became Logan Hardware. Logan Hardware is gone, and now it's Toy Du Jour. It replaced, oh, okay. It replaced it, that record store that was there. So so that's where it is. But yeah, it's super close. So Dang. But yeah, that was my initial experience with Sonic the Hedgehog. But yeah, uh, did so did anybody like the movie? No. <laughs> I thought it was not as awful as it could have been. So here's a Okay, so here's what I think about this. Number 1, I felt like I was kind of lied to in the trailers because they showed like, you know, Jim Carrey going full Eggman and then yeah, he doesn't right. and then he doesn't till the end of the movie like almost like post credits like end the of the last movie. shot. Yeah. The last shot of the movie. So I was pretty mad about that. And also He's mostly like, uh, me myself and Irene. Yeah, uh, I mean Jim Carrey was fine. Fire like, Marshal Bill. Like Jim Carrey Jim Carrey was fine. Like I didn't his performance I laughed a few times on. I but but uh but yeah, it was kind of like I don't, I don't know. know why didn't they give him a fat suit? I would have so preferred to see him in a fat suit. He's going to get his long he, spindly he, legs. I think he would have <laughs> looked like a good yeah. I think they're one man. origin of Dr. Robotnik, according to this. Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Eggman. Yeah. Yeah, I was, it's, it's, it's so, yeah, I, don't, I know John had said this before, like when we were talking about it, like how we don't really need like other characters other than Sonic. Right. And, but maybe they, I don't know, maybe, I guess they think that they do. I don't really, I kind of wish. the way movies are made now. I kind of wish they guys. just would have went really weird with it and just made it Sonic and all his weird friends and they were just there and you had to figure it out, but. Maybe I, I feel like I mean the movie did has done fairly well so far. I think it's made like seventy million or whatever yeah, as of right now like at least. That, yep. But also, um, I feel like a lot of it was number one because it didn't get a totally awful score. It didn't get a great score, but it got an okay score from Rotten Tomatoes. And also, there's nothing out <laughs> right now. And also, maybe people got a lot of nostalgia for Sonic. You know, I mean, it was for a the Valentine's Day movie. That's got to yeah. be a high movie viewing day yeah but there's nothing it, it's not really competing against anything what birds of prey but that came out like a week ago you know it's not like right. direct you know it's i don't feel like it's, it's feel like it's a good time to there's no like big avengers movie out right now or anything like right any, like, i mean is, they, they already delayed movie. it right they already delayed it so they figured they'd put it somewhere where they could capitalize on the look, you know, the yeah. release schedule. Just, just think of they how got a good release spot. Yep. Just think of how bad it would have been though if if we would have got that original Sonic design. Also, you know, I mean, that would have been irredeemable. I mean, the the one good thing about the movie, in my opinion, is okay. Jim Carrey's performance was good, but the Sonic design looks good. I'll give the movie that. I, yeah. I like the Sonic design. It's it's okay. I think it could look better, actually. From watching it in the movie, I was like, you know, his eyes don't look quite right. But I had also been playing a whole lot of Sonic Lost World before that, so I was a little spoiled. I'm like, he doesn't look... Like, I don't know. I feel like his eyes look weird. But Regarding Jim Carrey's performance, I do want to say, like, 
you know, in the public eye, he sort of like kind of went off the rails a while ago. And maybe that's part of like him promoting himself or whatever. Like yeah. a lot of people have theorized that's part of his, like, you know, trying to promote his future characters or whatever, but it was kind of uniquely do- the Dr. Robotnik character, whoever, whoever you want to call him. He was definitely like a, a perfect combination of like Jim Carrey in the nineties, like especially like when he yeah. first was popping off and like when he was on in living color and stuff. Combined with that, like, uh, whatever you want to call it, like, uh, eccentric sort of kind of humanitarian kind of sort of thing that he's got going now. I don't know. I guess, like, Dr. Robotnik's not a humanitarian. No, Dr. Robotnik's full on evil. He even, like, dances to his evilness and has, like, an evil playlist and all that. That's true. He doesn't doesn't hide it. But he does love his robots. (laughs) Yeah. I like that they said go full on cartoon villain. They didn't try to make him, like, realistic in any way. Like, you know, he had a button on the wall that said like "evil layer" or something. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. That it, that was cool that they just went for that. It is, it is oh, evil. when it oh, it's a circuit breaker. When like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when the lights went out, that was that was pretty funny. That was I funny. yeah, and but also he works for the government, which is kind of weird. I mean, he's not like that evil. He's, I mean, well, I guess the government is plenty evil, but you know, he's <laughs> he's like he works. For, he's like the part of the FBI or whatever. It's, yeah, kind of, just the it's weird more robot just like guy. that he's the smartest person in the world and he's the only person that they are like able to contract to come in and do it. But yeah, he's got like some sort of special forces status in the military I mean, where he's like yeah. supersedes any other rank. I mean, the whole the whole movie pretty much starts because Sonic gets gets lonely and decides to run the bases at a baseball track really fastly and <laughs> starts a right. Sonic boom that knocks out all of the power Actually, in the Actually, it, it kind of <laughs> starts because he wants to run fast and kind of looks like he gets everybody killed in the process because he wants to run quick when he's told not to. Oh, I, I thought he, I, I mean, he ran the bases cause he was lonely. Cause no, I'm talking about at the begin- very beginning of the movie. Oh yeah. Since when was, since when was Sonic l- raised by a bird? Is that something that I missed in Sonic generations? Yeah. So Sonic <laughs> is raised by Longhorn the owl. Yeah. Is you that, know? is that, Oh, Longhorn? that is, okay. is that canon? I don't remember that being that in any canon? of the, Sonic games. This is, no, this was completely made up for the movie. I looked, I looked it up <laughs> afterward. I was like, was this something like from a, a Sonic comic or something? Yeah, I was like, I is, that from, about? I was like, like is it from no, Generations? This is completely I didn't play that made one. up. Yeah. And I, I, at first, I was like, I was like mad about it, but then I was like, you know what? In a stupid way, this actually fits. Of course, the Sonic movie makes up another stupid Sonic friend that nobody yeah. wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fitting, whether right? it's not even a, whether or not it's even a friend. Like, there's some <laughs> resentment there. They could have at least had him be raised by Big the Cat or something. That'd, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So Sonic's from another world, which I guess that's where the Green Hill Zone is. Even though I think it was pretty funny that he went to Green Hills wherever it was. Yeah. As a reference to the uh, and also, did you guys hear the um, the Hyper Potion song in there at the beginning? I like that because that's a good the song. The Hyper Potion song from the intro to uh, Sonic Mania plays in the very beginning of the movie no i i picked up uh, some sonic music at the end but i wasn't yeah the uh otherwise you know the song i've played it a million times at different switch meetups it's it's actually a really good song it's the one from the opening animation of uh, sonic mania it plays it plays in the when he's in the other world with the bird with the bird mom and all that it it plays parts of it i I caught it because i like that song a lot it's it's similarly this movie did start uh, like uh the Dragon Quest movie where it showed actual 
like eight bit footage of the game. Oh yeah, no, that was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie was the Sega intro. Sega like intro with all the different yeah. games because, and, uh, and they even had orchestrated Yakuza. Sega. Yakuza uh-huh. was in there too. I was like, hey, maybe we'll get another Yakuza movie that's actually about Kiryu and not some fucking couple that meant nothing. That that was the the Japanese one that I got was I was disappointed by because they spent too much time on a couple that wasn't even in the game. But yeah, no, I, I like that part where it showed all the Sega games and not all of them. I was looking for stuff. I was like, where's I was like, where's Valkyria Chronicles? I'm like, where's like Outrun? Like where's where's a uh, Fantasy Star? Like I was like looking to try to find all the all the Sega stuff that I want to see in there. But I did. I liked that Yakuza was pretty much like front and center. So I was like, okay, well, at least you got him in there. Like yeah. right, it was like right to the left of the middle, but and I think it was the trouble like, making that yeah. pretty logo. I mean, they might want to reuse it again for another movie. Who knows? Well, I figured that was what it meant, right? That they that they got some ideas, they got some other Sega properties that they want to. make I mean, there's at least going to be a sequel. Yeah, for they'll sure. they'll yep. make they'll make a sequel. I'm sure. Uh, we we got a. I mean, at least we got tails at the end for the after credits. I mean, if it's if they're going to keep adding guys to it, and eventually it'll just be like Sonic and his shitty friends, then like maybe. Maybe I'll like the third one, you know, when it's just right. not so, when there's like no humans in it at all, and it's just all yeah. Sonic people. So here's what I hope for the sequel. So regarding the the human characters, all right. So he at the end of the first movie, all right, he lives with Tom and Tom's wife now. Okay, yeah. So if the first movie, to me, if the first movie can begin with Sonic saying like, "Well, you know, let me show you how we got here," the way they introduce yeah. the movie, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, that that cheap narrative device mm-hmm. that I hate. Um, <laughs> well, then the second movie can begin with Sonic saying, uh, "Tom, his wife, the sister, the niece, and the dog all died in the garbage fire." Moving on, <laughs> got to go fast and begin sequel with like you know Green Hill Zone and uh, all yeah. the Sonic characters in an actual Sonic movie. Yeah, I would throw out all the that. human characters, please. Yes. Well, like, that's just like that's the formula now for these for movies, and Disney's been doing the same thing, like. And I didn't watch the full thing, but like Dumbo was a movie recently, a Disney movie where it's like, sure, it's a remake, but really it's like about a human family and Dumbo's like the sidekick to like the little kid. So like, and yeah, that's the same way Pikachu was like Pikachu was like the sidekick. Yeah, that was in the story of the game, though, too. That's true. Yeah, they they didn't straight. But it really is kind of like they're straddling the line in such a way that they could like have more of a, a mass market appeal because, you know, for the parents, there's this human thing happening, but for the kids, it's these characters they really like. Yeah. But now though, with this particular movie, the parents are the people who used to play the game as a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like uh, this was, it was unnecessary to have Tom as the, the end for anybody. You know, he was basically like the, sh- I think I said it before the Shia LaBeouf and, Transformers, uh-huh. yeah. you know, like that's the same function that he serves here, and he's just useless. I don't want to see Shia LaBeouf. I want to see the robots. I don't want to see yeah. Tom. I want to see. He's Sonic. the bumbling like, small yeah. town sheriff with a heart of gold that can go rogue against the U.S. government, and it'll all be okay at the end. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh... There's a Netflix series that's similar to that. Yeah. Is it? Is it really? Or Stra- a Stranger that? Things. I was just saying it kind of. Oh bit. yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe a little bit in there. It was there anything that you liked about it, John? Mm, I mean, I like Jim Carrey. I think they could have done his look better, make give him a fat suit for sure. That would have been way better. 
Yeah, he, um, he should have got his mustache. Should he should have became full Eggman like halfway through the movie. And I think you, I think you, uh, I like him getting stuck on. They like talk about the mushrooms place a lot, though. They like come back you, to that gag a lot. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, do you think that was? It is kind of cool. Well, I mean, it is cool in a way that that ends up being what drives Eggman completely mad. Yeah, do you, but don't you think? Uh, I, I thought that maybe it was a jab at uh, Mario. It definitely was. Oh, it was absolutely because he's like nobody wants to go to the mushroom planet. That's really boring. So, so I was like, I was like, did they just like connect the two universes? Kind of like, is that the Mushroom Kingdom that he's talking about? Isn't there isn't there a Mushroom Zone on Sonic or no? Maybe not. Maybe I just like retro. I'm, sh- that I'm sure they are, but, but right when I when he was talking about the Mushroom Planet, I was like, I was like, did he like? Did they kind of like sort of connect it to Mario? Is that, maybe is that Mushroom Kingdom? Uh, they're talking about where he's like nobody wants to go there that's boring i thought it was like I mean, a that is sort of the way the mario movie was everything was fungus based yeah or dinosaur based compared to the mario movie uh which which one do you like better <laughs> i like the mario movie better like yeah. full on because at least the mario movie like i don't know it had some sort of creativity mm-hmm. to it, even though it was completely off and it wasn't the mario universe like they I think it, gave it a shot this i this think was it was the same movie. I think it was the same executive decided the storyline bullcrap with yeah. the Mario movie as this. I think that's why they're both so disconnected from the video game. Yeah, this one had online fan backlash, which you know whether or not do we agree that was not part of a marketing ploy. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Whatever yeah. conspiracy theories abound about that, but well, it was a it was a really weird ass design. Yeah, from, from the it, it was, was like, but yeah, and, and it brought to the forefront like over you know and things that were already being discussed online, like people in the games industry being overworked and stuff. I mean, I was a little, I liked it when he got shoes, when he got his new shoes from that girl. That was kind of cool. <laughs> She's like, here, have some yeah. shoes. Cause the shoes are all torn up. Uh, I like, I like some of the like uh Quicksilver X-Men style, like uh slow motion bits that they did. Mm. It kind of reminded me a lot of the past, however many X-Men movies there's been, but, but I that whole thing, liked the it. whole scene in the bar, like what yeah. did that do to, carry the story along like that was their bonding moment they had to become good friends it's basically a buddy road trip movie is with sonic in it so i haven't thought what they're trying to do yeah write this out after after i saw the movie like the next morning i woke up and i wrote out a little bit just to work it out in my head why i I hated the movie so much so okay so beginning with with a clip from the climax and then saying oh let me show you how he got here it's the laziest possible attempt at hooking an audience. You can do that. Uh, you do that when you don't have an actual plot structure. It's a cheap way to inject a sense of rhythm so that when they see the, the scene again, they know the ending is coming. Mm. And another way to do that is to make your movie a road movie where once they reach the destination, that's obviously the conclusion. A third way to do that is to put a literal to-do list in the movie. Sonic has a bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, only because the movie lacks a plot. Yeah. So in a good movie, you know the end is near when the main character has changed in some necessary way. The best this movie can offer is now Sonic has a friend. And yeah. that's what he wanted. <laughs> but but the friendship theme is completely wrong for Sonic. Sonic has two hundred and ten characters, according to the Sonic Wiki. He has too many friends. He doesn't need any more friends. Not only that, but he's sort of be, he's he's supposed to be like this loner with an attitude type of guy right um i don't know him just like needing a friend and now he has a friend oh you know well he's not as the wrong he's not as 90s edgy 
much cooler than Mario self. He's the, I don't know. The, he's just the kind hearted, just once a friend orphan guy that works well yeah. for these kind of movies. Yeah. Yep. He's kind of like, you want everyone to love him, you know? They, they they do a lot of like fish out of water stuff too. They, they like, made like, they made him an it. alien so he could be like ET, like where everybody wants to save him even if they're breaking the law in the process. Yeah, the alien thing was still they they really pushed that through a lot of the movie. I felt like just kept calling him an alien and and I really wasn't I didn't understand like the do do head do hedgehogs have like are, are they like do they have like prickly things on them like whatever that blue thing that kept quills. falling off quills quills they do yeah, they yeah. do yeah. I don't know the the quill the whole quill thing was just kind of weird to me still because it looked like like he had some on his head in some parts but not yeah. all it was I mean it was just the fuzzy. design was well, weird they yeah. tried to make him fuzzy and have quills yeah at the same fuzzy time. and prickly there was the, at the one same part time, where he, yeah. he was wet and then he shook himself off and he puffed up that didn't make any sense yeah. I don't know why because his what about his quills like were they buried in the puff whatever I don't know people laughed at that but it was mostly kids in the theater that I was in so whatever but yeah. I don't know. It was a, did, you, did was it a decent crowd that you went to see it with John? Was there a lot of people there? It was actually because it was Sunday you, night and Monday was President's Day, so so it was kind of a busy yeah. busy night. Nobody had to go to work, and there was a lot of kids. It was a good mix of people my age and then and kids as well. Yeah, I, I so, wanted I wanted to make sure and go on Tuesday because there would be less people. Like I didn't want yeah. I didn't want a whole lot of people to be there. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I want to try to go when there's not going to be anybody there and. And I think picking 40x helped. Did <laughs> you go by yourself? I went by myself. Yeah, man, the things you do for this podcast. Yeah, well, John went by. You went by yourself too, right, John? I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I was, went. I went yeah. with the same friend I went to see Detective Pikachu with. Well, one of them, I guess. The other one lives in Montana now, so I couldn't go with him. But it was the same kind of thing. It's like, well, let's let's go see this other video game movie, and uh, basically, it all started out the same <laughs> way, where we like ate some food and then. Uh, had a couple drinks and then went and saw it. And Did he tell you that you were that you weren't a true Sonic fan this time, like you did last time? Well, that wasn't the guy. That was the <laughs> that's the guy who's in uh, Montana. Yeah, he was like, well, you, you know, you don't know all two hundred of Sonic's friends, so you don't know. No, I think Joe <laughs> probably knows about as much about Sonic as I do. So we yeah. were on the same playing field. I mean, this. I don't. I. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that have like broken down like this. Does the stupid plots from like all like none of his games have ever made any sense really? So it's like, but but if if I was writing that movie, I would at least kind of try to make some things. I'd be like, well, where's Robot Robotnik from? Like, let's or Eggman. Let's just try to try to like maybe emulate some of that instead of him just being a government agent. I don't know. Right. I I do hate that it's yeah, like we said, it's just fish out of water. It's Sonic in the human world, like. Yeah. I wanted a Sonic Universe movie. Yeah, I yes. always thought I always thought that was kind of the cheap way out. Even when I was a kid, like as much as I loved the He Man movie, like they showed like, like a loop the loop at the beginning yeah. and stuff that looked so cool yeah. at the beginning of the yeah. opening, like the uh, show me that for the whole movie, the yeah, establishing shot. Uh-huh. Well, they did the same. Uh, they did the same thing. Like granted, granted, it was a cheap narrative technique. Mm-hmm. You said, John, it's mm-hmm. almost like when you like a scene starts and they're like. So as I was saying, yeah, my mom died last week, but like she just didn't fill out like the entire will. You know, like what I mean. That's almost what it feels like yeah. when they're like, mm-hmm. "So why am I doing this right now?" Well, let me catch you up on why I'm in this scenario. Yeah, well, it's like those. And uh, then the next yeah. most of the movie is just catching up to that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, also on the soft opening or yeah, 
And on the subject of like Sonic World, it you know it's like it's like the He Man movie. Like I like that, but when I was yeah, a kid, a comparison. when I was a kid, I felt the same way. I'm like, why are they not in Eternia through the whole movie? That's what I want to see. Yep. Not not them. Not them in Earth. Even, right, though even I, when I, I was like, seven, I do I like that, that movie. But, yeah, but when I was a kid, I was like, I want them. To, I want to be in Eternia. Why do they have to go? F- I guess in the Earth? Mario movie, they're in Mushroom Kingdom for half the time, even if yeah. it was fucking well, yeah, Dino Land or whatever. But yeah. they are in the alternate universe. For at least half the movie. I mean, I I, I realized later that the reason that they were on Earth is because of money. Was the whole right. reason at E Man because <laughs> yeah. you know that that one segment they showed of Attorney probably cost them like half of the whole budget, and the rest of it they can just uh-huh. shoot in fucking L.A. or whatever, you know. So yeah, here's something for you. So Sonic loses the rings, right? Because mm-hmm. the ring the portal opens up and he accidentally drops the rings, and, yeah. and the rings fall into San Francisco because well, <laughs> why? he's looking at the shirt. He's looking at the shirt, the shirt yeah. that says San Francisco, and yeah. he says San Francisco, and that okay, whatever. Now he needs to get there. Why the fuck can't Sonic just run to San Francisco? He didn't know where to go. He ended Especially up, ended up in the water. The laws of yeah. like time and space, supposedly. right? Actually, well, the main he didn't know where to go. You can't use a GPS. The longest scene in the movie is I guess like Sonic, Sonic doesn't understand like that. Slow, like slowing down a bar fight, and just running around doing a bunch of silly stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I plays like uh, the Sound of Silence or something like that. Yeah, I, actually, the one part that. Kind of like the same thing you're saying, John, that kind of pissed me off was uh, when they get to San Francisco and there's like the building there, you know, and he like and he go takes off for it. I'm like, why doesn't he just run up the side of the building like you do it yes. all the fucking time in the 3D Sonic games? Like you run up the side of buildings all the time. He couldn't get to it. It's like, yeah, it's in every fucking game. Like it's he can or do it. I've card, seen it. Rather. Yeah. <laughs> He could just he and also when the bag landed, it looked like the fakest ass CGIest bag I've ever seen of coins. And the, when it dropped, like when it landed on that building, that did not look like a real bag of coins at all, or bag of whatever rings, bag yeah. of rings. Yeah, it was the fakest CGIest thing ever in the world. And Dude. and Olive Garden, we talked about Olive Garden. Yeah, Olive Garden. Yeah. What the fuck, man? What a weird ass ending where he's like, oh yeah, here's a fifty dollar gift certificate from Uncle Sam to Olive Garden. The yeah. second Olive what? Garden plug in the movie. Oh yeah, and yeah. and, a, and <laughs> they said it at the beginning for some reason. And also, yeah. Sonic flossing. Fuck that, man. Twice. Twice. Yes, he like the first time it felt painful to me to see Sonic floss. I'm like, I'm like, why? I'm like, Sonic, why? Because apparently everything he knows about pop culture he knows from watching like 80s and 90s movies. You know, from creeping on the the dude and his yeah. wife, and like. Yeah. How would he know about flossing? They don't play. They don't play Fortnite. Surely, saw like, people playing Fortnite. I mean, somewhere, I guess. But uh, I don't know. It. it I just get How about tired. that Zillow ad. I'm like trying to <laughs> zoom in on the computer <laughs> screen. <laughs> Zillow on it. Oh yeah, where she was looking in Sonic. Yeah, I did like when they when they took off uh, when they took off on their road trip, and like the first person that the guy calls is like his. Uh, it's like the sheriff's department. I did find that kind of weird. I was like, I was like, why didn't you call your wife, dude? But then, like, uh, but then he drives to his wife's house eventually. But I was like, I did, his whole like non, the whole like non trying to get in contact with your wife, I found really weird in that movie. My friend but and I were keeping track of married, uh, but yeah, I thought it was strange that he didn't try to logical references in the, yeah. in the movie. And there's a lot. There's a lot of things mm-hmm. like uh, you might want to check your fur. He sa- says that to yeah. Sonic at one point. At one point, he's like, "I'm afraid I'm going to get probed." And Sonic's like, "You're worried? I'm not even wearing pants." I did laugh at that part. <laughs> but it's a lot of stuff there's a lot of butt 
and poop and fart jokes. Oh yeah, no, yeah, oh yeah, fart he fart, the hotel after he, he farts chili in the hotel. Dogs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and he eats all those chili dogs, which you know they kind of get that in there, I guess. But yeah, whatever. I kind of wish they would have like really went for it. Just, just like that's what I was always saying for years about a Mario movie. I was like, can you just? Why don't you just go for it and just make it super weird and bizarre? I think, I think mm-hmm. we're in the. I mean, with all the, I mean, they the did ha- it with a crystal coconut Donkey Kong thing, which is so <laughs> yeah. weird, but it's fine. At least it's in the Donkey Kong world. Yeah, but we're to the point where like Marvel movies are like incredibly popular, but they actually go, they go for it. You know, they don't try to make like Captain America like an, an all black suit or whatever. Like they let him be all blue and red and all that stuff. Like it's. Let it let the character be what it is, and I and I think right. we're at the point where people would be accepting of it. And I think that's really, I think that's really what you need from video game movies if you want them to be good is to like stop trying to turn it into like a, into like a you know kind of generic like slate of a movie Buddy genre comedy. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And just let it be a video what game movie. What like I would have done if yeah. I were making this script, I, I would have gone to the Sonic comics, which ran for twenty five years. Yeah, and I would have figured out which was the favorite storyline from the Sonic comics yeah. and adapted that. Yeah. or you That's could, what I would have yeah. done. I was going to say, you could, it'd be hard to try to adapt stuff from the games because they're just so bizarre, but I don't know. Just make, I mean, what, why was, and also I kind of missed, uh, I guess they had the, Tom was like, he protected animals and all that, but I kind of missed like the whole like, you know, Robotnik Eggman turning animals into robots and stuff like that's in the game. Like, maybe they could have put that in the movie. Like, that's a big thing. And, like, especially in, like, I've noticed a lot of it in Lost Worlds where, like, you have, like, a tally of, like, how many, how many, like, animals you've saved by, from, like, you know, destroying robots that were animals turned into robots and all that, which was a big, was a big thing in the original Sonic games, you know, where you hit the guy and the animal hops away. And I would would have loved to see that, like, you know, just gone, just, like, get, get into that more. Like, just go, go deep on the whole animals, you know, animals as robots thing. Show how actually evil Doctor Robotnik really was. Yeah, because well, it he, wasn't just his machines; they had little animals in them. Yeah, he. T- I mean, he talked about like how like he was into like animal experimentation and all that, which is terrible. But like, say that they were animals actually inside of his robot. I, th- I feel like that'd be another cool like. Those hey, this is something. Blew up. Like, yeah, kill a lot of animals. This is something that was actually from the game. Maybe we could put that in there. And, and I kind of felt that at the beginning when I saw like. You know, that the cop was, like, taking care of animals and stuff. I was like, well, well, maybe they'll get into, like, the how, like, Eggman, like, enslaved the animals and turned them into robots and stuff like that. I was like, maybe we'll get one that, th- but we didn't. There was one thing in the movie that kind of pissed me off, and maybe maybe I didn't view the scene correctly or whatever. And maybe I was just looking for something. But, like, there's a part where, like, robotics chasing them in his big uh, Winnebago or whatever. <laughs> and then, like, it hits a, like, Sonic hits it and flips the thing onto its side. It shows Robotnik inside his bus, and all of a sudden, like it looks like everything's like right side up, even though it's sideways. Oh yeah, I did, I, did, I must have missed that. Because then weird. he like uses the computer access to like mm. get another vehicle to pop out of the bottom. Oh yeah, because it's like a cause it's like a Dark Knight thing, right? Where like his like uh, it's like the Batmobile has like a has like the bat bike in it. It's very yeah, yeah. it's like a Russian doll of technology because every time yeah it was like dark Knight having a smaller thing and he goes like three or four steps yeah they do the same thing in dark Knight where it's like where it's like the 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 batmobile gets hit so then it turns into the bat bike you know like yeah the very last piece was that little sticky thing that they kept getting stuck to their hands and flubber had a comical scene oh yeah everywhere trying to get it away from them (laughs) yeah that was dumb and then all of a sudden they think sonic's dead oh yeah when he like yeah after the funny bubblegum scene yeah, I forget why I forget why he was how he how he was brought back. 
Wasn't that dumb too? Like, however, he came back from when they thought he was dead. He heard uh, well, certainly say that it was his friend. Oh yeah, he's like, this is one of my best friends or something like. I was hoping that he would be brought back by the tears of Tom, like some, uh, like some, like the Pokemon movie, like Mewtwo Strikes. It was very similar. It was the it was the heart string pulling words that Tom said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It it was it was uh, yeah. And then you realize, wait, Robotnik's powering this machine with one of Sonic's quills. Oh, Sonic yeah, has yeah. a lot of quills. Yeah, and he, he was like trying powerful. to, and he was just trying to catch him so he could steal his power and become fast. Also, I guess I don't know. Well, he wanted to experiment on the animal. Yeah, he wanted. Well, well they want they want to experiment. You want to experiment on, on him and steal his power eventually. You know what you would do to some some extra powerful being is take it and you know take it apart, figure out what makes it tick, see how you can make people have that power. Vivisection. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the- it was so to me. It was like so mediocre that it was even worse than mediocre. Like, why did? Why did? Uh, sorry, I, I'm interrupting you. But why did the ahead. sisters? Why did his sister in law hate him so much? She was just like divorce him. Oh yeah, I guess like, I, they, they thought- don't give any context for that other than she just really wants her, him to not be in the family. Yeah, you're they, right. They, I mean, they, they, like, they don't explain. He's it. like yeah, a nice guy. Like- he's, a, he's a cop. He's got a good job. Like, wh- why? And is, isn't is her sister in San Francisco? Like, yeah. Like, they're going to move and be in the same town where her sister lives. Yeah, right. Because of his job. She I guess it was like, maybe they're just going for like a generic. I don't know. It reminded me of The Simpsons, you know, of like Patty and Selma. They just hate Homer. That, that's just that's thing. what my friend Joe said, actually. Yeah. He said it reminded yeah. of Patty and Selma very specifically. So, yeah, like, they just straight like, up. Like, I see yeah. it, but there was no established, like, Homer was a freaking bumbling idiot. Like, yeah, I guess this guy kind of is too because he talks to donuts. <laughs> I did think the Donut Lord was kind of a funny, funny name for him. I don't know, yeah. but I mean, if he wasn't in the movie, I would not really be upset at all if they took him out. But so remember those little uh, enemy guys who were shooting arrows at them in the beginning? Yeah, somebody pointed out online. Yes, I think that was Knuckles. I think those were echidnas. I don't. I don't remember that. They were wearing masks. Oh, you mean yeah. like in, when he was in the other world with the bird? The one yeah, that the, tracked him down. Yeah. In the opening scenes, I think those were echidnas. Couldn't they have at least? They look a lot like knuckles. What? Are, I mean, they could have at least like made the other world like maybe put like tails and knuckles there or something, and he gets knocked through a portal by accident, and he's stuck in the earth, and he needs to get back. You know, made him made him a little bit less like bumbling, where he kind of knows where he's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It was fine, but it could have been a lot better. It's not. It definitely wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. But wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It was one of. The, it's hard to say it's a letdown because I knew for a long time it was going to be a bad movie. Yeah, but it's like I, I see what it could have been just a fun movie, and it was just like it, it got tripped up over. I don't know. Olive Garden advertisements and <laughs> like all sorts of obvious. Yeah, some executive weird meddling. They could have just. By who? Paramount? Yeah. I mean, like, it's, I don't know who, like, it's not like they have, like, a, it's not like a Disney overlord or something that's, like, needs everything to fall in a certain place or whatever. It's, like, it's Sonic. Like, yeah. everybody knows that it's weird anyway. I don't know. Yeah. It, I, felt, it, felt, like, it felt like nobody really, I don't know. It felt like, well, almost like, like, there wasn't, a, like, a, a, a Sonic fan writing the movie or directing the movie. There's some AI writing it based on yeah. what people are saying online. Some AI yeah. writing it. Yeah. It's written by. Like, uh, how can we graph Sonic onto a generic family friendly action movie with a character? Like, obviously, it's character based so that the kids can 
love it. And yeah. my parents can also, you know, like I said, have a, a, a human connection mm. with the, with the family drama, which at one point you think they might have a kid, but they're actually just talking about their dog. I remember that being a thing. Mm. Yeah. And they adopt Sonic as their kid now. Yeah. That. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, is there anything in particular you guys want to say more about the movie? I was just going to kind of try uh, well, to wrap it up I here. Hope that, so I, I, I hope that the success of this movie, because it's made $70 million so far, it gives them the the green light to make like an actual Sonic movie for number two. Really, just throw out all the human characters, up the budget, go to the comic books for yeah. your story sources, and make a real Sonic movie. If you can do that with number two, I'll forgive you for what you did with number one. Yeah, or yeah. if they bring, yeah, if they bring a character in, just bring in one human character and just have them in like a cage the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Just occasionally cut back to them in the cage, being like, "I wish Sonic would get here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it if it like came to the point of where like all of Sonic's friends were there and like Shadows there and and you were on the Sonic planet, not on the human, right, yeah, and like not on Earth and like Zekrom or whatever that guy's yep. name is from from Lost World, then yeah, you know maybe. We can, or those weird alien guys from Adventure One. We can just get everybody in there eventually. Then I guess I'll forgive it. If it's, I think by the second one, you should be bringing some more people in there. I don't want them to like wait till three to bring Knuckles in. Just bring Knuckles in too. You know, bring them all in. Bring Amy in there. And, the, and that one Blaze from Sonic Rush, bring her in there too. I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fine, but I, I don't really need to see it again. I don't. No, you know, I think I'll never see it again. Yeah, I think I think my favorite part of the whole movie was that was that Sega intro at the beginning because Yakuza yep. was in there. So <laughs> the know. intro and the credits were the best part. Yeah, the credits were cool, uh, and and uh, and seeing tails in there. Tails look cool. cool. I don't know I, the rest of the movie. Yeah, I like tails. So hey, there you go. I liked Robotnik going crazy on the mushroom planet. I thought that was yeah with cool. the with the rock r- reconnaissance uh-huh. <laughs> with that rock he was throwing around. Yeah, I don't know. Sort of like a, a thinly veiled Wilson reference. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I forgot to mention like full spoilers on Sonic, but I figured if you made it this far, you'd already seen it or you don't care about seeing it. But, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, I, I, I don't I don't know if I could really recommend it. But if you have, you know, just really need to see a movie, have do like Jeremy did have some drinks before you go. It'll probably make it. And during more, more <laughs> and during <laughs> and make it more fun to, to see. But. But yeah, but thanks for listening to us talk about it. Uh, it's been building up for a while. And make sure and tune in next week when we talk about the Animal Crossing Direct, which I'm very, very much looking forward to and very excited about. And don't forget about our uh, video game backlog catalog, which our listener David Hutchinson didn't forget about because uh, he sent he sent me uh, sent me an email on Twitter showing his credits from uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. So uh, congrats nice. on finishing that. I think he, he got it done in a, in only 37 hours. I actually thought it was longer than that, but yeah, sped through that. So yeah, he's uh, Congrats, Dave. It's, uh three three uh the three points for you for the uh backlog yep. catalog competition. So, I'll make sure and make a note of that and thanks for letting us know about it and continuing to support us and listen to us and all that. I appreciate it. And if Definitely. anybody wants to support us in a monetarily way, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and give us a dollar a month and you'll get a bonus show for every month. And the month, the bonus show for this month, I wanted to do a Sonic episode where we talk about the character and our favorite Sonic games. So stay tuned for that. That should be up in the next week. So 
that'll be that'll be a fun one to do. You know, similar thing where we talk about our own feelings about Sonic, and we go a little bit deep and talk about his origins and all that stuff, and you know, some of the games that we like. And uh, thank you for watching us on Twitch on twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. That's where you can find us on Wednesday nights. Our times kind of vary. Uh, we start at 10 tonight, and maybe we'll try to do it a little bit earlier since John needs to be up early earlier now. So we'll That's try for like the 9 to 10 area if I'm available. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, and follow me on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain. I always put the times up there for whenever we're doing this. So you can find that. And I also post whenever the, whenever the episodes are dropped, so you can find it through there. And, uh, yeah, we also have YouTube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, another place you can find videos that we've made and stuff like that on there. Yeah, check that out. And uh, I have another show called Drunk Monday, where Jess and I talk about movies and stuff. We just did, did an Oscar episode. You can check that out. I think it's pretty fun. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And uh, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. See you. Together we can show the world